Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, Tornado Tag Podcast, episode 138, ECW, One Night Stand. ECW. I thought something was going to go with the other one. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, damn, smell. Yeah, uh, that's going to be our main topic tonight, so stick around towards the second half of the show for that. We're going to start the show off with some news, some cool things that we went over over the week, and just kind of beginning show banter that I like to steal from the Project Humanoid side of things. The, the, <laughs> the uh, Murder My Dude Boys, a little show banter in the beginning. I didn't have a term for it for a while, and then I heard you guys say that. I'm like, I kind of dig that, the show banter. Is that mine? Uh, this one's going to be yours. Okay. Or no, this one, sorry. Um, so, yeah, so we have uh, a lot of cool things to go over, talk about. But first, I want to say thank you to our Patreon subscribers. So we do have the Patreon giveaway that is going to be uh, going from now to the end of February. Anyone who subscribes at all to the Patreon has uh, access to win this. It is a Chance. can. It's not just any spot. <laughs> it is a can. Um, Col what it's a Yeti can holder. No, what Col is it? Colster. Colster. I want to I want to say it by its right name. I don't <laughs> want heat over here. All right. So it's a can colster. I'll take the heat. Yeah. 16 ounces. And uh, and we're gonna fill it full of stickers and cool things. And that is uh, if you if you subscribe to any level of the Patreon, you're eligible for it. If you subscribe to the Patreon for ten dollars or more, mm -hmm. you are eligible for a free t-shirt um in honor of ecw one night stand you should fill it full of miller light because there was a lot of miller light at the end of that show a lot of miller light so we want to yeah, thank steve wise what are you talking about bridget uh neiman reicher andrew hare greg reese hattie blackwell ryan galato from the fueled by hops podcast kelly from crystal mountain healing Ooh. and from the podcast tommy borsrath tree of life metaphysical shop brad zalonis hireth in other words and jay horror now i will say this you heard some names on there that are part of the network they are not eligible for prizes so just be full just uh, transparent uh, disclosure to all of you uh they can't win anything so sorry kelly that's fine and we're just gonna steal your money and you can't win anything <laughs> you're not stealing anything <laughs> i'm giving it it's good karma yeah that's a that's a great way to put it. Good it's karma bizarro, will come to you Kelly, if you donate a part your, of your your money to help us. That out. Has black hair. He's gonna, bizarro <laughs> Kelly's going to rob the podcast. Yeah, yes. Ooh, that would be yeah, like shadow side. Yeah, black hair, raven hair, black Kelly, dark yeah. Kelly. Well, let's talk about. I, I guess like the our our. We had a good weekend. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Right? Yeah, so we were at PPW well, see, on Sunday. I watched football and the Eagles lost, but that was bad. But then it was good because the, the Dallas Cowboys lost and Steelers lost. So it was a good weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did stuff on Saturday too, didn't we? Yes, so the we Eagles did. Out now, right? they are out. Yes. Done. Yeah. I mean, they were out for a while. Yeah, they were playing with house money. It, it was okay. Yeah, that's kind of what the NFC East kind of just does. Like whoever shows up for the playoffs is just like, oh, adorable. But the Bills won, right? The Bills are the Bills still in. Win. That's that's <laughs> that's like, my pick. God. That's my pick for the whole thing right now. I want them to win the whole thing. As a wrestling fan, Andy, they put they they light tables on fire in the parking lot and power by each other through no, them. I, yeah, I, yeah, oh. the bills are fun. I like the ones that were throwing dildos. I heard about that in Howard Stern. What was the that fans? the Bills game? Yeah, no, yeah. it was a oh, Niners game. Like somebody, yeah, so we threw a dildo oh, in that, the oh, end zone. Yeah. football. No, it was. <laughs> it was football. Yeah. Oh, I thought the Niners were a basketball team. Sure. No, the Niners were <laughs> a football team. <laughs> we'll get you there eventually. If you're in the live chat, say hi to us. Make sure if you are watching, hit that like uh, and share button. Uh, also check us out on. Um, YouTube, if you're if you're there, Twitter, Instagram, all those social medias. We do have a merge page if you want to go support it and uh, check out the IWEP. I network. accidentally shared an episode from like three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm oh. fixing it now. Really? Mm -hmm. That's all right. Sometimes it was, it... it was pinned to the top yeah, of the page. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotta yeah, fix yeah, that. You gotta scroll down. Yeah. 
My bad. Um, so we were at PPW New Beginnings and on at Saturday. Pocono Slam Fest and as well. Pocono Slam Fest. Wait, is New Beginnings the next show? That's no, the New show. Beginnings was oh, the show that just happened. Oh, just reason, born. I pictured the new logo with the neon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started off with the con bright and early, 10 a.m. in the morning. Mm. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> the people I were with did not show up right away. Neither did yours. So uh, yeah, I mean, Maven. Maven was a total pro just for being there. Period. Yes. I'm gonna put Maven over. He he had some some tough things happen that day. Well, so people were people were um scheduled for different times. So the yeah. whole, the con started at ten, but it's not like they just no showed. Yeah, and, yeah. VSK um, actually got there. VSK was I was with VSK and Maven at that show. He actually got there early. It said two o'clock. He was there by like one. Yeah, that happens at cons a lot of times. By the way, uh, the, get there all when if it you can next yes. month's PPW show. By the way, uh, Reborn is yes. the name of the February show. If God, you they can guess, have Matt Seidel there. Yeah, yeah. If you can guess. We walk in the building uh-huh. earlier than I wanted because I'm a psychopath. I made Brian get up early. <laughs> I know, he told me. Um, <laughs> I told him it was there, too, so he already has the answer oh, to this question. Yeah. yeah, so we walk in the building a little before 9 o'clock, yeah. so an hour before the con. We walk in the door. We turn the corner. First guy there, Bob Backlund. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't fuck around. <laughs> guy does not play any yeah. games. It was a little chilly in there. It was. In the morning, it was chilly. situation fixed. Yeah. Um. And he was running around like a psycho, screaming at people <laughs> bright and early in the morning. It was it was a pleasure. He's probably been up since four. It yeah. was such a cool experience. Yeah. How old was he in the seventies? He's seventy two years old. He, he kind of think he's on that old people time. Probably yeah. that they wake up at like five or four. Oh, he's in the been morning. up for six hours already. Yeah. 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 And he he was in bed long before the show started. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Eight o'clock. It was unbelievable. He was super cool. Um, he did a headstand in the ring. He did a headstand. Mm-hmm. We were all, I was like, is he gonna run the ropes? He didn't run the ropes. And he just did a headstand, and he's like. I and then he like explained how he didn't do the head sound like he wanted to, and he's just like, Thank you, and just got out. <laughs> and I was like, That's Bob Backlund. He was talking to us about wrestling Dusty Rhodes in Japan. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I did pull him aside and I was like, Hey, I, I just want to ask, like when I meet when I meet legends like yourself, I always ask you, uh, I always ask them, what is your favorite match you've ever wrestled? Yeah. And he said, I don't have a favorite because I put everything I had, my heart, my soul, my dedication. He gave the whole like eat your vitamins yeah. things into uh, every single match I did, like I tried to put, mm-hmm. if I was wrestling somebody who no one ever knew, or I was wrestling main event in the card, I tried to put the same energy into every single match. You should have really, really tried harder against Diesel. You could have maybe lasted <laughs> yeah. 25 seconds yeah. to eight. And and I said, you know what, man, it shows. Like you can see your passion in every single time you step in the ring. Like you love yeah. to do it. You love doing what you do. And uh, so just an addendum, because I was reading this on Twitter this week, uh, an addendum to what we were talking about with Bob Backlund last week, where. I guess what Vince McMahon Sr., Vincent J. McMahon, wanted when he was, bring, Bruno was just like, I'm done. You need to get a new champion now. And they they built up Bob Backlund through Billy Graham. And he wanted a Jack Briscoe type. He wanted somebody like Jack Briscoe to be his champion, but Jack Briscoe wouldn't do it. And so he asked Sam Mushnick, who was the promoter in St. Louis, one of the most respected men in wrestling, longtime president of the NWA. Sam Mushnick said Bob Backlund. And Eddie Graham was another very, very respected guy around the Florida territory. And he said either Bob Backlund or Steve Kern. So two people said Backlund, Backlund was the guy. There you go. So, so just, and honestly, this is something that I can even attest to on a, on a much, much smaller scale. 
But when people ask you like podcasts or people ask you who you like or in, in any business or any industry, mm-hmm. like you walk into a building and someone's like, well, how did you get in? And I'm like, I'm not sure. And then you find out later on because oh, two people just said spoke really highly of you. So we booked you. Yeah. You can help someone change their life that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be a wrestling commentator if someone didn't say Tony Blackwell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I and that means a lot. And for obviously for Bob Backlund, it made him a world champion mm-hmm. at one point in time. So uh, speaking nicely of people is is uh, is important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just with Pocono Slam Fest, it's going to be very easy to speak nicely, people, because just good experiences all around on that show with, with oh, everybody. Yeah, it, it was. I I thought I was going to have a lot stronger imposter syndrome throughout the show and oh, have like high anxiety. Mine was off the charts all day. I felt super comfortable. Like I felt like everyone made me yeah. very comfortable because I've never heard of that until you said it before. Explain to it for people. Oh, so imposter syndrome is where where you feel like you don't belong or you feel like you're out mm-hmm. of place. Yeah, like, like what am I doing here? I, I don't deserve to be here. Basically. Yeah, like why am I why am I here talking to this person who has accomplished so much and mm-hmm. I am a piece of trash? Is essentially <laughs> what goes through in your brain and, and, it, and the, it causes high anxiety and and, and you and, can have a panic attack. And that, and that was in my head, but then just everybody that to a person, they were all so welcoming and mm-hmm. so like friendly and kind and nice. It, it, it did really cut down on it. It did. I, I, I almost forgot got for a while um that what i was like who i was talking to at some point in time because mm-hmm. i just felt like everybody in the room was the same and, and yeah. i mean and at the end of the day that's kind of they how are. they want to be treated yeah. as well yeah. mm-hmm. um before the people i was with showed up it was i was just kind of chilling with mercedes martinez yeah who i mean you could hear on the podcast i gush about i've yeah. been gushing about her since mm-hmm. the start of the podcast her, her new shirts out already. her she is her brand new t-shirt is out and i got to talk to her and just being such a huge mark i don't care i'll use the term yeah. and a fan it was like it was dope, man. And like she left and she came over and gave me a hug. And I was like, yeah. and like she could have yeah. just walked out the door. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. And you were very busy to point when the people you were uh were running the table for showed up. Yes. And uh at that point, my my two people hadn't shown up yet. So Mercedes comes over, like, Yeah, hey, you're doing a great job. Like just cut up because like I'm not do- I'm just standing there, like, yeah, Tony's very busy right now, and I'm just like, hi. <laughs> yeah, because my line kind of wrapped around your yeah, table. Yeah, it was in front of my table. Yeah, and then later, Kurt Angle's line was in front of my table. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I got to sit with Mike and Maria Canales, who are Mike Bennett, Maria Canales. Sorry, I'm, I'm Mike, getting the WWE Mike Bennett, thing. Maria Canales Bennett. My, Maria Canales Bennett. And uh, holy, Bennett. holy fuck, are they the coolest people on the planet? Absolutely. Such, such good feedback on how to how to handle things in the business and how to how to go about things, and a lot of just life advice, man. Like, um. A fan, I'm not gonna say like too much, but a fan came up and uh, he, he's he's trying to go through a weight loss journey, and he he went through it and then had a hard time keeping it off, and um, he went up to Mike and I guess he unzipped his shirt and he had like the Mike the Mike Bennett shirt, mm-hmm. and it was like the way he presented it was funny and and uh, people came from like you know all over the place that have met them before just because they wanted to meet them again because that's how cool they are and uh he said hey i, I want to make a goal i want to lose weight and and mike's like you make the goal you make your number tell me what you can do and uh he said you know if i if i lose the weight the deal i want to make with you is if i lose it you can you send me a shirt in my new size of this one so i you know i could wear it and he says if you hit your goal and your number and you and you keep me updated on twitter i won't just send you that shirt i'll send you every t-shirt i have so like what a fucking cool yeah. dude man like i don't know i'm i i i'm a super fan i'm dead i'm yeah. se- dead serious a super fan of both uh, of them I'm, I'm kind of there too and even just uh from a professional standpoint not just working with fans but from a professional standpoint the other thing i do helping out with ppw when there's not a convention is i don't get to see a lot of the show i'm mm-hmm. usually backstage even though it's side stage because it's on the side with uh tom mitchell with coach Ileana, and we are filming the promos that go in the ppw of pie voltage 
and get interspersed throughout the the um the fight tv show like yeah uh spoiler alert uh in this upcoming show when fox vineyard's yelling at the camera guy that's me uh, <laughs> and that no good fox vineyard we'll get to that later Man, what a dirt um ball. the um and and some people are easier to wrangle than others because part of our job is going hey can we get you for a promo in a little bit i'm not just talking about people who have been on tv that have come in to to do ppw i'm talking about them local wrestlers anybody we get um referees announcers people who yeah. aren't even in the ring i don't think anybody has been easier to work with in that position than than mike and maria were yeah and not only that but check out high voltage check out that show on fight because oh boy did they deliver at the promo too mm -hmm. i i'm not going to name names one of the people involved with the management of ppw was in the room after uh, while we were filming that and just goes i think that's the best promo we've done here yeah uh they're definitely on 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 the on the slate to, to come back as soon as possible mm -hmm. um it and they, and they are an impact they signed with it yeah yeah as one of the vsk there were a few uh doc allos one of the coolest things that uh really really impressed me with maria and mike is their knowledge of the independent wrestling scene mm -hmm. um i don't know how much is out there but she was she had a very large hand in booking roh's women's division and that tournament that was happening before the end of the company before the before they took that break yeah. or hiatus and hearing what they were accomplishing in ROH and what she was doing and the things that they were looking for on a different spectrum of bringing in into like how we were everyone saying like oh man what if the, the, what if i get picked up by yeah. by AEW that was going to be that's that was what ROH's plan was going to be mm -hmm. and start bringing these people in to almost be like building those new stars from the mm -hmm. independent giving them those shots like ROH was going to get back to those roots and Maria just rattling off some of the women that she was researching and studying are people we worked with, like with Camp Leafrog and High Tension. And and I was like, holy, I was blown away. I was like, you're someone who was who's made it into Japan to WCW, like you know, WWE in that big, that big time. And you still take time out to research the indies because you were passionate about building a women's division. Yeah. It was so cool to hear her talk about it and saying like people's names that I was like, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, people who might just know her because she was a model or she played a ditzy character for so much. She's smart her, 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 as fuck. Yeah, that is, that character is not Maria. Be just because she said the edge instead of edge one time 20 yeah. years ago does not mean she doesn't know what she's doing. She certainly does. It probably, uh, it probably was on purpose. I, I don't know. Even if it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if it wasn't. But that character was great. Mm -hmm. that, that character was a lot of fun. And then, but then she, if you look at what she did in New Japan and Impact Ring of Honor was completely different. And, and Mike is also, range. Mike is also on NWA now. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mike yeah, he is, was. Yeah, he, OGK, I, him I and Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, Mike got a, a raw deal in WWE. Yeah, absolutely. And for how bad he was treated, he he doesn't. I mean, obviously, he looks at it negatively, but he doesn't let it dwell on himself anymore. You know what I mean? Like he had his demons. He was he he go, he went through them. He was doing everything he possibly can. And the the thing was is he he he's seen himself as more as just a hand. He's seen himself as somebody who well he didn't see as Vince did. Well, he's seen himself oh, really? as more than what what the yeah, company yeah, sees yeah. him for. And he's like, I don't yes. want to be here. I could have sat here and collect a check and have mm -hmm. the best money in my life, but I I, I want to do this business, you know. And I respect that. Chase your dream, man. Sometimes you can get stagnant and complacent, just getting that check yeah. every well, week. Well, that's what some people are like. Well, wouldn't you want to sit there and get paid to be nothing? Well, yeah, but I'd also like to maybe do wrestle. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. I would also like to do what I love. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, so not just sit here and collect a check like idiots on the line think well they're getting paid yeah but they're not doing what they want to do yeah so no, see, I, I look at that and i feel bad like especially with the new stuff with finn balor coming out i'm like oh yeah damn, dude and, and mustafa and, ali which we'll talk about yeah. one of the things one of the things i did ask them 
and I'm not, I'm not giving away anything personal. Like I, this is not something I do is like I have conversations and try to bring it on here, but I think it is important for fans to hear is, is when, when someone's booked as a gimmick on TV and then they do it 10 years later, and, you, and especially if it's a gimmick that you kind of know wasn't their favorite mm-hmm. yeah, or, or and realize it is a gimmick, don't walk up to them and just kind of disrespect the dude in front of his wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it up, yeah. no, not just that, like people are, are just like, it wasn't done super bad in front of me at this show. But they, I, I can imagine how bad it could be with some wrestling fans where they're like, "Oh, she's fucking hot, bro!" Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, it's, and it's he just real to and them. he just smiles yeah. and waves like, "Thank yeah. you, man. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a very beautiful wife." But yeah. it's like, relax a little bit, just calm. Yeah, also, how, let's be a little. Let's be honest. Mike Bennett isn't an ugly dude. <laughs> oh no, he's yeah. a he's a handsome and man. he's in great shape. Yeah, great looking. Um, but the uh, Casey Navarro has had some wars at PPW mm-hmm. in the last couple months, and. uh if you haven't seen it, if you weren't there live, go to Fight TV when it comes out. I, the shows are what nine ninety nine on Fight. Nine ninety nine worth the price of admission alone. That show. That show and was the fantastic. Promo before it, and uh, check it out because they they kill it. They might have stole the show. I'm serious. They they well, they, they tore it up. Should if you're in the main event. Yeah, they know? tore it up. I mean, Casey Navarro has yeah. doing main event sh- matches almost every show and kind of stealing mm-hmm. the show, and now he gets that main event title spot where he uh, main event showing ca- showcase that he deserves. And uh, and credit to Maria too because at the very end, uh, her and, and Tasha Steeles run to the back. And if you've ever been to the uh, the PPW shows in Broadheadsville, they have um, kind of uneven turf that you're that the ring is situated. I'm still on. picking out of my shoes. And, I hate that black stuff that's in there. And Maria <laughs> ran full speed on that in heels. And was just fine. She's a gangster. She's a goddamn gangster. That is and that is some, while, that is some talent to be able to run in heels. And how how big were they? Like they're they're, they're a nice really size. Big, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this fourth, they were like boots. I, yeah, but still. yeah. I mean, yeah. She, uh, there's we we on, the, on our our site we we threw out a picture of uh, that I took with them, and Maria looks almost as tall as me there, and she's probably like like naturally I would guess probably like three or four two or three inches shorter than me. Yeah, I think. Uh, Ryan Vox in the chat normally. He listens to the audio later, yeah. so we just lost an audio live, view. Yeah. While while, yeah. while we're talking about <laughs> Ryan Vox, yeah, but we're 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 happy to have you in the chat, there, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Thank while, you for coming. While we're talking about Ryan Vox, we should bring up March fifth. We're taking a road trip. Yes, I'm going home. I'm going home on March. Well, passing through home. You're passing South through Jersey. home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Passing through home to get to South Jersey for the night the bridge was crossed. Outbreak Wrestling in New Jersey, Saturday, March fifth. At the world famous Monster Factory. Yeah. yeah. Someone's gonna we, throw the title down. And they can all we will kiss we will we will uh give a spoiler right now mm-hmm. before the week of that show. Mm-hmm. You will have the history of the Monster Factory on this podcast. And that is a lot of history. That is a lot of history. It's a cool looking building. Like when they yeah. do their shows there, I forget what they, I think their feds just called Monster Factory. I don't know if Monster they have work for us. I don't, I know they're, they're, they're a busy company, have a lot of moving parts. If, if there's a seat open on commentary, if you need someone just to hold a chair, if anything, we'll, we'll come work. If not, we're still buying a ticket. We're going to be there to support Outbreak Wrestling. We love what they do. And it's going to be fun to see them uh, branch out to a new audience and a new demographic in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Be a lot of fun. First time in, in Jersey. First time yeah. in a different state, I believe. Look at them getting the big venues know, going from fun. the Hamburg Fieldhouse, the Monster Factory, yeah, next to Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, <laughs> oh my, ECW Arena. ECW Arena. Just, just a little lower. A little more lower and a little more maybe in grass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and cheaper. Uh, Jeff in the chat, he uh, says, Shotgun, he's going with us. So that's good. We have a, we have a car full already. <laughs> um, it's going to be, yeah. So, and then um, another great person at the show, uh, Doc. 
Doc Gallows. Oh, yeah, he was very Holy nice. shit, yeah. was he cool. I yeah. got to see him backstage. Like, he was, like, watching and critiquing the show. Um, seeing the seminar, seeing yeah. him do the mm-hmm. seminar was really cool. Um, someone who I, I kind of got to pick the, his brain during the seminar, and he was really giving me a lot of insight on how seminars work and things you do and things mm-hmm. you don't do and why they do certain things during a seminar. Mike Orlando. Um, I, I Someone I... I, I critiqued a little like had a, some critiques or i had an opinion about him nothing super negative but um the dude the dude's in a different mind state now he 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 sees himself in a different light he after going through two knee surgeries and didn't think he was going to do this anymore uh just recently got married so congratulations he and the matches he has been recently having at pbw have been fantastic um so yeah man uh thank you mike for for like kind of let me pick your ear and be that annoying fan who was asking questions but it was i had a great conversation with him and it was really cool but yeah doc and, killed it and another guy mike Orlando, month and month out wrangling for the promos one of the easiest people to deal with yeah um ali got to do some work her first I, time without I, the brace I, on she I, did I a good guess she said when she's come back i forget when it was it's it's a time frame hopefully it's not that long hopefully by the end of the year like, I, yeah I, I should mention Four as far as or something mm-hmm. like I should mention as far as stuff during the show. Uh, I saw most of the Casey Mike Bennett match, and I saw like two minutes of Andy's match, and that was all I saw. Yeah. Um, VSK Maven, super VSK cool. VSK Maven, uh, wonderful people to spend an afternoon with. Uh, very, very, very cool to their fans. VSK has. I was proud of you, by the way. Oh, really? Yes, because normally. You're 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 very reserved, and I'm gonna sound like your podcast here, <laughs> but it, it takes you a little bit to come out of your shell and stuff. Mm-hmm. I walked like Brian's like, come here, come here, and he's like, I walked up to maybe say like, oh, you're the wrestler with the, the Washington fan. Like, I already had a full introduction before yeah, I walked up to the I, table. Like, I I, I, <laughs> I did make one faux pas that I tried not to do it on PPW. I yelled Tony, and he oh, yeah. and Tony McKeegan are standing right next <laughs> to each other, and they both turn around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, is a black well get over yeah so it was really uh, you you really handed up with them man you, you made a good impression they really liked you that was fun yeah, yeah you it, did a great job it was very fun uh VS, maven's dope Ma- maven is so maven is VSK. I, I never met me yeah so cool I, i've heard other people that have, have done stuff with maven and uh uh good things to say about him i i am one of them uh the attention he paid to his fans any as much time as they wanted to talk uh, as long as there wasn't too deep of a line, he would spend time with us. So they'd be like, okay, we got to yeah. talk to him after this other person gets their picture and their autograph. Uh, but no, he, he was excellent. Uh, VSK was so cool. Uh, he had, his fans there, like we, we were he, just a great sense of humor. <laughs> his stickers are awesome. His one sticker is, uh, his one sticker is a parody of the old original TNA total nonstop action logo. Yeah. Okay. Like the, yeah, the yeah, dark the pointy, red. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And this is VSK. Before that one, before that one, like the big blocky gold letters and then like the oh, red bar. Okay, yeah, the NWA the original one. NWA yes. TNA. Oh, wow. His other one is a takeoff, Kelly. This will be more for you of the uh, that New York Islanders logo with the fisherman yeah, looking yeah, guy. Yeah. He has yeah. one like that. That was an old school Islanders. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not the NY with the. No. no, no it's the, the actual fisherman. Yeah. yeah. Well, other people there, uh, Sandman, mm-hmm. uh, Rich Holiday. Yeah, we'll get the Jimmy Hart. We have Don't another Jimmy Hart. Uh, yeah, uh, we uh, Alexander Hammerstone. Yeah, which was he was super cool. Yeah, Richard Holliday. Well, yeah, had... like, was he a nice guy? Yeah, like, he kind of comes off I as. Didn't... But I know I don't know we if that's really his character. He doesn't really talk. He, yeah. he well, I didn't say anything. Him, Holiday, and and their other former member of their stable, MJF, kind of all have the same thing where they, they, they. They buy into their character. Yeah, you know it's very hard for them to break. To they're, break. Yeah, they're gonna stay who the how they are. He he comes off as menacing and intimidating, yeah. and he sticks to it. By yeah. the way, you want to put over wrestling schools? Um, create a pro. Yeah. Oh my goodness, the the town coming out of there. That's Kurt uh, Brian Myers, formerly Kurt Hawkins, mm-hmm. his school. 
and uh, VSK uh, uh, was um, really, really, really illustrating how good of a teacher Brian Myers is. MJF comes from that school. Chris Statlander comes from that school. They're pumping out talent there. Yeah. So if so, you're in that New York area, I think it's like, I don't know if it's Long Island or upstate New York, somewhere in the, not New York City, but around New York City, uh, create a pro. Yeah. Create a pro, you can't go wrong. Um, there was some kids in the gym. Uh, Adam Adam says Maven's a good time. So does Ryan. Ryan Vox agrees. Maven is awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Maven's doing another show around here soon. Go um, to it. Go see him. He's just doing the meet and greet. He's kind of, uh, like he said, he's uh, he's leaving the wrestling to the the younger talented guys like VSK. He yeah, and that was another thing that was so cool. Every person that came up to Maven, Maven made it a point to put over how good VSK was. Yeah, I love that. Made it a point. Um, so there were some kids in the gym working out mm -hmm. and uh, screaming while they were working oh, out. Oh yeah, the guy in the yeah, I know. You yeah, know. and and I'm standing there, and everyone like the wrestlers are all kind of just like watching, like what the fuck? Is yeah, it's like three like, kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, I walk by, they go, bro, watch how much weight he's gonna lift. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So that, and they were making it a big deal to like kind of show off to yeah. the wrestlers, but the wrestlers were kind of all like, laughing yeah, like, at like, them. There could be guys that go over there and fucking do ten of that. No. You could have. We could have sent Adina Steele over, <laughs> yeah. and she would have fucking did more yeah. with I those kids. Been great if Christina would have been there. Yeah, I told Adina, I was like, just go over and take the bar off. Yeah. Just be like. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And she's like, I kind of want to. How old were these kids? High schoolers. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. 16. Yeah. Just screaming um, and throwing the weights down. Yeah. Screaming, throwing the weight. Like, the, at one point, like, the two other guys were, like, holding it and they were doing, like, it looked like they were trying to do uh, For anyone who doesn't, they were CrossFit. doing uh, a clean and press. Yeah. You take the bar and you pick up like this to your chest and then go up. Needless yeah. to say, okay. the, the Signature Training Academy does not have a lunk alarm. It would have been going yeah. on. Yeah. So, so. Hammerstein comes walking out of the bathroom. Hammerstone. Hammerstone comes yeah. walking out of the bathroom and hears the screaming. <laughs> oh my and God. Just looks over and I'm standing him. right to his left and I just seen his face and he just goes. And just walk. <laughs> and just, and I fought like I laughed. Yeah, it would have been funny if he went over and yeah. did something. So, yeah. that's his so I kind of I kind like I walk and he was standing yeah. like ringside. So I kind of walked up and go, "How ridiculous is that?" He goes, "I thought they were fucking joking." Yeah. <laughs> like, so did I. I, I was preoccupied. <laughs> I was on the other side of the gym doing other things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But we were, what the hell is going on? Uh, Santana Garrett and Deanna Prazo were absolute sweethearts as I well. Yeah, I, I told Santana at all, but Deanna was. Yeah, I seen him Deanna for like a was, split second. I was like, I want to watch that match, and it was over. I was like, oh, I didn't. Yeah, Deanna was super cool to deal with. Although one thing I would say to Deanna, even though she's not going to listen to this, it, it's pork roll. It's not Taylor Hammond. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Maria Canellis, uh, yeah, she says that uh, she's the best in the world. That yeah, was her really? pick. Wow. Uh, she says she's really talented and, and has a lot. In Having front a of great her. year. Impact champion, yeah. formerly now the Triple uh, A champion, yeah. the mm -hmm. Ring of Honor women's champion. Uh, no, she lost it. She lost a ring that, Yeah, she lost it to that girl that has the weird name. Roxy. Roxy, yeah. Yeah, yeah Roxy. Yeah, Ro yeah, okay. Roxy won it. Um, I know she I thought she just beat Roxy for it. Oh, is it? Was that their way? Yeah, no, she I, just she just lost the impact to Mickey she James. She lost the impact to Mickey yeah. James. I think oh. she like very I because we actually spoiled just... it. Uh be, impact runs while we're doing the show. And I think while we were doing the show last last week was when they aired the taping where Deanna oh, beat Roxy okay. for yeah. it. Yeah. Um and then the uh 
the last last but not least was uh, the mouth of the south jimmy hart was in yeah, attendance he was also kurt angle uh, we we, yeah. we had a very also brief we had a brief oh, thing yeah, we, well, sorry we had a brief thing mentioned kurt angle we had a brief thing with kurt angle and the sandman it wasn't like yeah, i mean i'm not saying that they weren't cool but we just didn't talk to we didn't have a big memorable thing like we did with the rest of the guys kurt was awesome and uh, that was where i put my foot in my mouth hey remember when your friend died yeah that, that was my yeah that I, that's how i put it I, I i was a little more tactful than that he said i did a, I, do, I do a true crime murder uh, podcast called murder my dude and i did an episode on fox thing and he was yeah. like cool yeah but i lost yeah. some friends there yeah. he didn't say that <laughs> he didn't but he, he was already kind of like it was the end of the day and it, was it didn't day. seem like he had he was he, he was he was done he was yeah. done with the day it was yeah. cold we, we yeah. uh no it was because uh I, I had always heard that he um it's in the it's in the archives remember my dude fox catcher my dude uh, number one listen episode it is the most listened to oh, wow. dude episode yeah and it was about uh this guy dave schultz not dr d not the flyer uh the wrestler dave schultz an olympian who uh was kurt angle's mentor mm -hmm. he was uh the guy who really helped kurt angle when he was coming up training for the olympics and there was this big wrestling farm uh farm that they did a wrestling camp at fox catcher uh it was the team fox catcher and it was john dupont the heir to the dupont family fortune was really in the wrestling and he set this big uh, camp there and he wasn't all there he uh, had some mental illness and he wound up shooting dave schultz and he did it the day before kurt angle was supposed to come there to train yeah wow. like i yeah. thought it was a little bit before i asked him about it he's like was i was supposed to be there the next day mm -hmm. um but yeah so I, I i'm i'm in the i'm in the gym at the at the factory at the at the wrestling academy and uh you're at the I, juice bar and I, I'm, at the, I'm at the mother juice bar and I, I look over and i see someone watching uh watching tv oh, so God. i said i said you know what this is this is where you make a story this is where you make a memory and this is where you tell somebody a story and they don't believe you mm -hmm. <laughs> so i walked over and i watched about a quarter of the Bengals raiders game with jimmy hart and talked football so then i said i have to go get ready for the show jimmy i'll talk to you a little later and i walk away as we're crossing each other's paths, I see Brian. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, ah, nothing. I'm just killing time before, before to the next show, until uh, the show starts. And I said, go grab a chair and go sit right over there and watch football <laughs> with Jimmy Hart. And he just yeah. goes, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I did for about an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those things where it's like you see an opportunity like that. You don't have to talk to him. Just to yeah. say, oh, I no, watch we, football. We, we, we didn't talk about like I wasn't trying to like distract him yeah, yeah get secrets of the business yeah no we, we talked about the game like ah that was a great play oh they should have did this they mm -hmm. should be cool if this happened uh it, it was funny because I, I brought up the eagles like he's a bucks fan so the, good luck to the bucks for jimmy hart yeah um i didn't know there was a team called the bucks the Buccaneers. Bay Buccaneers. I'm, oh yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. they call they're the, the reigning super bowl champions oh, yes. wow, uh, the that. new team of tom brady yes. right jimmy yeah. hart big young bucks fan yes <laughs> he's a huge young bucks fan and uh but yeah um yeah, Jimmy Hart, just such a nice guy. In fact, uh, one of the wrestlers came over like, I don't even like football, but I gotta see I gotta say hi to the nice guy. The wrong game, Jimmy Hart a big hug. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, another person that came over there, and this is that story that nobody would believe. Uh one of the uh one of the uh people who works concessions over there asked him if he wants anything. And uh, me and another uh, another guy were just watching the the um the game with him. He's like uh he wanted a, a, a sprite and he was like, I'll get something for them too. And so yeah, Jimmy Hart bought me a soda. Your dear, dear friend, Jimmy Hart. My close personal friend, Jimmy Hart, bought him a. Uh, he comes on, our, on each other's Christmas card list. Brian yeah. comes over yeah. with holding his his diet Pepsi. And he goes, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna take this and he goes, can home and put he it goes, on my shelf. Guess who bought me this? I should have taken the can away. Yeah, he goes, guess who bought me this? And <laughs> I go, Jimmy Hart. And he no, goes, I ask me who. How oh, I yeah. got the soda. Ask me how I got the soda. Yeah. I go, Jimmy Hart. And he goes, 
Jimmy Hart bought me a fucking soda. <laughs> Jimmy Hart signs it. <laughs> One of those things you're going to tell somebody, and they're yeah. like, who cares? Yeah. I'm like, I fucking I care. care. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Professional wrestling. This is what happens when you give a bunch of marks to do a well, beside you. Give a bunch of marks to uh, do a podcast. Fucking cool opportunities. <laughs> yeah. We're going to gush over them. And thank you for wrestling promoters for giving these these opportunities <laughs> because goddamn, we don't deserve them. Uh, and and the fact that like fans come up and talk to us and everything, it's so fucking dope. It, where are you for? Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought we'd be watching football with Jimmy Hart? During, during, the com- <laughs> during the commercials, I just tried to like say my hellos to everybody. And uh, I just walked by Bro Keller and I'm like, hey, and then we just shake hands and say what's up. I'm like, yeah, I'm just watching, you know, you know, you know how it goes. I'm just watching football with Jimmy Hart. And he's like, that's some bucket list stuff right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. So th- this is this is the things we don't take for granted here because we could have just been sitting here for four years talking professional wrestling and yeah, we're calling matches, we're doing backstage mm-hmm. stuff, you know. What a fucking crazy year and a half it's been, and and this is just the beginning. And thank you, PPW, and everybody else who have taken us on this crazy oh, totally, fucking yeah. ride. Um, there's a there's more to come, man. Trust me. There's a lot of cool things coming on the pipeline, and we're excited for you guys to experience it with us. Uh, but let's get into current event news. What do we got, Brian? Uh, well, you did have the uh, the big thing now recently was Mustafa Ali asking for his release and, and being and, denied. And, and being like, denied. nah, now nah, we're good. Yeah, because apparently. Budgets don't need to be cut this week. No, not yet. Last, someone last needs, two weeks ago, they really need to be cut, but right now the budget's all right. Someone needs a job for a couple months that, before we yeah. let him go. Just that. to uh, really quickly run through some stuff in the chat here, uh, Jeff, uh, missing tonight, but uh, mm-hmm. still with us, uh, still still hanging out. Uh, was that Larry Sharp years ago at the Monster Factory? Yes, mm-hmm. he uh, yeah. he did retire, I believe, in 2008. Danny Cage runs the Monster Factory now. I think Blue Meanie helps out there. Um, Bill Wiles, I want to say, from ECW. Ricky uh, was there. Ricky Reyes was there. Yeah. Moved. QT mm-hmm. Marshall, I believe, helped out training there for a while. Um, and just everybody talking about how great Maven is. And that is true. Maven yeah. was a uh, a pleasure to be around. And not a pleasure to be around also in the ch- chat. Sam is saying John DuPont was a fucking nightmare. Yes, he was. Yes, Again, yeah. Foxcatcher, my dude, the most listened to. Um, Check it out. Murder, my dude. Yeah. Put it on all audio sources for podcasts and go go listen to it. He does a, Brian does a fantastic job. So uh, uh, other big news this week was the return, the return of John. Yes, he got some- By the way, I, I I hate how Justin Roberts says John. I really? John. I, I, I love I hated it. it with John Cena, and I hate yeah. it with John Moxley. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. I like it. He's a little too hammy sometimes. Yeah. Yes, he's a little too hammy most of the time. Yeah, but he comes back. He looked great. Yeah, he did. Did you hear what the fans said to him? No, what did he say? Because the I didn't said, get it either until you guys said it. What in the he chat. called a drunk or something? The, yeah, the, get that drunk out of the get ring that fucking drunk yeah. out, out of the, the ring, ring or something like that. And, and John, he's like, F-bomb get him the fuck out of here on live TV. Yeah. The f bomb came through. I, I he love said how, shit a couple times. Yeah. I love how you get that. Like well, that wasn't the only f bomb of the night either. No. Literally five minutes before that, you have the Big Bang Theory on that channel. Yeah. Great. Oh my god, <laughs> I cringed. Awful. I cringed. Yeah, I cringed at that one well, with Sheldon. Well, that's that's okay though because sometimes those curses slip out during football games, and one of the one of the ones we can very audibly hear a football player uh, drop an F-bomb was the game that happened to be simulcast on Nickelodeon. Oh, boy. <laughs> they, they do one playoff game a year where it's on Nickelodeon. The announcers are trying to explain how football works and they have like slime go off in the end zone, yeah. like CGI. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's one where uh, the tight end of the 49ers just drops an F-bomb after he, he gets in play. You know, let's get with the time. It's, I mean, they're adults. It's, like, it's, it's adults. I mean, you know We're the dad, only country who does that. Like, I know. Well, nobody else cares. Children can't You know what my dad brought up to me today? He said there was no, like, monitoring system in the corner of the, the TV. 
last night. He noticed like usually it says PG mm. or whatever. Oh, that what uh, is that? The ratings? Yeah, the ratings yeah. rating. Yeah. And he said there wasn't there. Not that he's seen mm. it. At least, and I never notice it. So yeah. every kid heard the word. Every kid knows the word. And the more you tell kids, they can't say they're like, yeah. So As parents back will say, you swear in yeah. front of your children. Yes. If you hear it, you're not gonna immediately become a delinquent. If you have children, if you're not in the it, room, they're it, saying they're cursing. Yeah. 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 Uh, what the Danhausen tweet? I guess it's 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 okay to curse now on TV or something. It was <laughs> oh, yeah. Danhausen. Well, his yeah. thing his thing is he doesn't want you to curse if he's involved because yeah. then it can't go on TV and then Danhausen can't make, make the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi Heidi, are you drinking Hopaloni juice? Oh, that's funny. No, she, she has a, her pink, her pink can she's dumping out. John um, Moxley looked 10 years younger. He does. He looks great. He's Wonderful. back to looking. Yeah. He does. I remember I said in the one chat one time, I was like, man, he looks fat. He's got like he a pumpkin head. Yeah. I was like, must that be was, a lot. That was, no, it's booze, alcohol. Booze, yeah, booze. I don't know. The booze can make you look quite like that, too. Yeah, because yeah, he wasn't really fat in the stomach, but he just looked like he was kind of all puffy. Yeah, he carries a weight. You can, when you drink as much as like that, you can carry it in your face. You can carry it all over, but you you look beet red like that. Yeah, that's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Well, good thing he's he out. Looks he's clean. Good. Yeah, he did look. He looked like when he first came to WWE. Yeah, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Any other news? Uh, this was kind of a light news week. I mean, the whole thing with Cody being a free agent. I think we dropped um, one over that last week. It seems kind of like it's kind of like you know, I'm a free agent. Wink, yeah, wink, wink. wink. Most, most people seem to think it's something they're doing for that Roads to the Top show. Like it's going to be a whole thing. About no, he's showing up at the Rumble, right? Oh yeah, there's idiots <laughs> that thought that. People thought Moxley's going to interfere. Moment oh, a, a very yeah. big note. Yeah. Uh, Veer Mahan once again coming to Raw. Yeah, that is a huge Still, thing. It's on the way. Oh, he's coming soon. Yeah, there's some, some more news. What's that? There's a new wrestler debuting on NXT. Gunther. 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 Never yeah. seen him before. Oh, he, he looked really impressive. Yeah, never seen him before. It's life. weird because he show, he started the match as a different name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then and then ends. ended with another. How bad does your name have to be to be like? You know what's a better name? Walter. Yeah. This is so much worse than calling somebody Walter. Yeah. That's how bad Gunther is. It's, it's, it's bad. It's and I guess bad. I guess uh, after they kind of leaked what somebody, his name was going to yeah, be, Gunther, Gunther Stark. WWE yeah. did some Google researching. And no, realized, the internet did some Google research. And then realized, oh, this is not smart. Yeah. And but they you just, think like anytime you're going to come up with a name for a band or a wrestler mm-hmm. or anything, you would let's see if it exists yeah. maybe there's somebody that it's using well maybe we can t- tag team gunther and ziggler together yeah I mean, really really go for the, the one two <laughs> they, they can be um uh the ss yeah <laughs> the burning uh, ss or something they could be superstars yeah superstars. there you go <laughs> uh, like why wwe why? no baby. one sits down and goes hey let's go that this is because a- now they realize that he wants to come to the states yeah they realize that he is willing to work here they probably have him in a spot where it's like, okay, we have him locked down. He's not going to make a dime off anything he's ever done. We're going to repackage him, and we're going to own every single yeah, cent so that of way, what he, he does. leaves, he, he can't. Exactly. Intellectual property. That, that's going to be the new WWE move. If they can't own you. Well, they weren't doing that before. Yeah, but I mean, they're really, they're really going to go hard with it. And they kind of let go with it. When like mm-hmm. a couple people came, I can't think of it offhand. But yeah. Finn, Finn, guys like Finn have no sh- like he's he's done. Oh, he's done. Yeah, yeah that's more. Oh, than, yeah, more in the news. He lost. They're not going to lose the theory, and then they're saying nothing for him creatively. Yeah, Vince said he he doesn't see anything in Finn Balor. Yeah, no. Ma- imagine well, he doesn't see anything he never, because he, he can't cash had, in right. on Finn Balor. Yeah, but imagine, he never had faith in him to be in with. So. Yeah, because he's small. Under six and now forty. Yeah, so yep. I mean, yeah, he can't possibly have a good match. Yeah, that's I, how I old think, he is now. He is 40. 40 years old. I think the only guy you're going to see. Yeah, he looks great for 40. He yeah, looks he amazing does. for 40. And he's a great wrestler. You can't say he's not marketable. The demon. Um, it's, Jesus yeah. Christ. The only guy you're going to really see he, in WWE. wonderful shape. Who is going to own himself intellectually that they probably, they're not going to mess well, with. nobody really. Is AJ. 
AJ Styles. Yeah, well, they can't, yeah, because they can't, they yeah. can't copyright Everybody it. else, if, if they, they're going to change you if they, if they can. Mm-hmm. Sunday, GCW, uh, the world on GCW, and they have a hell of a, a card here so far. You have a, I'm trying to find the exact breakdown of some of these matches, but you have the main event is Moxley, John Moxley defending the GCW world title against Homicide, uh, indie wrestling legend Homicide. Joey Janela against Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green will be at PPW next month. Along with Killer Cross. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Cro- oh, I don't know what he's going by now. Cross. Killer Cross. Killer Cross. Yep. Killer Killer Cross. Cross. Yep. And also with uh, our, our close personal friend, dear, Earl dear Hebner. Friend. Yeah, dear, our, dear friend, yeah. Earl Hebner. Dear, dear, dear friend, Earl Hebner. Uh, one of the people in one of the matches uh, toward the... I'm trying to find the full... I didn't see a full card. I've seen a couple matches. Uh, One of the things I know they are doing is a ladder match, a grab the brass ring ladder match. And within that match, I believe one of the people involved is going to be Jordan Oliver, who will also be at PPW Mm -hmm. coming up. You also have Effie against Jeff Jarrett. Uh, That will be at the uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom this weekend. Ali Ketch against Ruby Soho. That's going to be sick. The Briscoes, the GCW reigning GCW tag team champions, have an open challenge out. An FTR, open challenge. Baby. Who could yeah. it be? Who could Say it possibly yeah. be answering the call? Main event. <laughs> yeah, mate. Uh, the, I love main event, but if anyone else besides F2R walks it's out, it's going to be a little bit of a people, yeah. people, people are going to lose it. I but hope they. Maybe it's the Hardy Boys. No. Jeff's not confused on Oh, he's yeah, not done. Yeah. Uh, the thing with that is. Just that building was it was upstairs. It was the Manhattan Center. Yeah. There was this one show I was at. It was a Ring of Honor show and like two thousand it was when Masalva was in. Okay, yeah. I was at the Philly show that weekend. Yeah, I, I was at the show the next one at the Hammer or not. It was at the Manhattan Center, which if you go in that in that building, it's a big building in, in New York. It's just down the street from Madison Square Garden on 34th Street mm-hmm. or 33rd Street. 34th. And um Oh yeah, it is the th- no, no, it is 34th, isn't it? I think so. It's yeah. a miracle. Um, so if you go into that, if you go in that, it's a, it's a big building. The whole building is called the Manhattan center. Like if you go back to old raw where they say they're at the Manhattan center, that's just the name of that whole building. Mm-hmm. The Hammerstein ballroom is right. When you walk through the door, there's, it's the biggest, the biggest venue there. And I've been to ROH shows there, but if you go above that, and usually when you come in, you'll ride the elevator up. They ROH used to run shows at what's called the grand ballroom. And if you go back to the very, very original Monday night Rawls in 1993, and when they did the, the stuff in 19, uh, Raw 25 in 2008. Yeah, that throwback one yeah. that was not that good. Mm-hmm. That was the Grand Ballroom, which is in the top of that. And I went to many, many, many ROH shows there, including this one. And one of the matches that night was the Briscoes against the Age of the Fall. I think it was Jimmy Jacobs and Tyler Black, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins now. Mm-hmm. And they did a DQ in like 90 seconds. And that crowd was so furious <laughs> that they were, they, I thought they were, they were going to revolt. They just booed everything. Like Harley race was the next guy. They're doing Boo. something to honor Harley race and the crowd's booing because they thought that's all they were getting. And then they brought it back later. It was actually the real main event that night. They did like a no rules match. I'm like, fuck this crowd. You're booing Harley race. Yeah. Grow why'd up. You, why'd you piss the crowd off? Yeah. Like, like when Daniel Bryan didn't come out number 30 in that rumble. Oh, and it and was Ray. Just, yeah. And Ray came out like, boo. <laughs> Oh, Ray officially announced uh, as the WWE 2K22 cover athlete. Yeah, yeah. And there's two covers. Cool. Special edition version will be the NWO. Oh, yeah, there's okay. an NWO version too. Yeah. By the way, the perfect thing to do in that Rumble, Wade Barrett should have been 30th because he was doing Bad News Barrett. Oh, yeah. You thought oh. Daniel Bryan was going yeah. to be in the Royal Rumble. I got some bad news. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Whatever happened to him? Does he... he is a commentator, commentator on NXT. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was on NWA and now he's on NXT. Yeah, he doesn't do bad either. I like him on there. Uh, 
before we get into our topic, there is one other thing uh, we're not going to go too too uh, into detail with because I don't I don't even know if there's a full card or what's going on with it. Maybe we can tie it in towards the end if if we can get it going. But uh, this Saturday, if you want, uh, you obviously you can't come unless you have a ticket. It's it next, next Saturday. Oh, it's next Saturday. Never mind. We'll talk it next show. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm a, I'm ahead of myself. This oh, Saturday, this, I don't know any shows. Really this happening. Saturday, if you're local and you're a fan of our other podcast, Banging Beers, we'll be on location this Saturday at the Little Brown Barrel in Minersville. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start recording at 12 o'clock. Whoa. There is a representative of another brewery there that day. And if Bill or Andy are watching, uh, put it in the chat. I don't remember who it is, to be honest. Mr. Brewery. It's going to be a brewery <laughs> there, and they're going to be, and we're going to do a, a cool thing. So if you're local in the area, you want to try some fun beers, get some good food, come to the Little Brown Barrel in Minersville this Saturday. Oh, I didn't know they had food there. I know they did when it was great like, food. Uh, what was it before? The wooden cake? The wooden, wooden cake. cake. It was like the smaller version of the keg, wasn't it? Yeah. They do great food there. It's, it's a great place. So uh, that, that's all I got. But let's get into our topic ECW One Night Stand. From the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, so the, a lot of people say Hammerstein too, but I think I believe it's Stein, right? I believe I've always yeah. heard Hammerstein. You yeah. say Walter, I say Gunther. Yeah. <laughs> From the Gunther Ballroom. Gunther. <laughs> um, Gunther. Now the little setup here, because I had to ask in the because this is I, I was not watching wrestling at this point in time. I was just out of it. I, I'm, yeah, this I'm, I'm fully five, right? Yep. Uh, I don't um, have the exact date in front of me, and the internet's being weird. Yeah. Uh, but June twelfth, two thousand five, I believe was it. Yeah. I know it was June two thousand five. This is the a return of well, not yes of ECW yes, but, no. but it's a, it's a one night only yeah. return of ECW but under the umbrella of WWF yeah so yeah. we'll give you the back they released the ECW rise and fall of ECW DVD right and it became this huge hit was the best selling WWE DVD at that time mm-hmm. right and it was it was great it was showed great. interest yeah. yeah and they sold they sold so many and people like talk about it. oh ecw wouldn't it be great if it come back yeah because at this point in 2005 ecw has been gone for four years yes i believe there was the oh no was it after this the hardcore homecoming show it was around the same yeah, time same, same time yeah um anyway so the, everyone's in fact i think it was the night before okay i yeah. think this was a sunday hardcore homecoming was at the ecw arena the night before which i had the dvd if you had one review of the show okay um Everyone was like, let's bring ECW back. They should bring it back. And they actually said, well, let's do it. But we'll just do one pay-per-view. We're just going to do one pay-per-view, and that's it. And, there, and this is Which what this is. everyone probably should have said, you know what? Yeah. Give us that. The, the, the second one-night stand is good, too. <laughs> yeah, that good. show was good. And that's then the, it was that's all the downhill from there. RVD versus John, John yes, Cena. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and then ended there. Yeah, because yeah, wasn't yeah. RVD hurt for this one that he we're was. talking yeah. about tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and then, vaguely remember. And then, yeah, the, the second one was... They were relaunching ECW as a brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, ECW is going to be on Sci-Fi, and they were trying to basically use that as the launching point. Like Van Dam beat John Cena for the title that night, and then he became the ECW champion too. And then he caught caught smoking weed in a car with Sabu, and it all went downhill. Yeah. Um, well, we still have the ECW Television Champ. At least we did, and he just threw it in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. You can kiss my tennis. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Uh, that show had like Kurt Angle and Randy Orton because Kurt Angle is going to be a guy in ECW and then a month into it, he was gone. Yeah. And it was just a train wreck. Uh, you had. Yeah, it was just like, it was, we're here and it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Vince McMahon vinced all over the mm-hmm. ECW reboot. And then what this would happen. Paul, he was know. in charge and it wasn't for long. And then he was out. And once he was out, it was. Yeah. And then be- I eventually became NXT the game show and then NXT proper. And now NXT shit. So, yeah. So, so let's let's get into let's get into ECW this show. Uh, this was just supposed to be uh, ECW's coming back for one night only, and it it, it felt like ECW. It did. I mean, they had WWE's camera quality, yeah, and good lighting. I but... think they tried to get the ECW camera quality, like the the team. Yeah. 
but they didn't want that. Like, no, you can't. Have yeah, well, the, the, uh, Heyman does a promo during the show and he calls them out. That's uh, Charlie Brzezzi and I forget the other guy's name. Yeah. He, they're actually in the front row. They did get uh, Atlas security. Though. Yes, they did. The security guys for the show are the guys who would always be at the arena. Yeah, they would always be there. Um, the uh, the show kicks off um, with uh, a lot of emotion. Yeah, Stephen DeAngelis is your ring announcer for most of the show. He was a uh, late ECW guy. He was in Hamburg. Mm-hmm. He was at uh, Legends of Hamburg, and he um, he introduces Joey Styles, the the voice of ECW for most of their run. Yeah, and and beloved by an ECW yeah. fan. I. Now that I do commentary, and I'm not even by a long shot saying I'm good at it, um, but I, I got a chance with uh, with the, with Sanctuary to really, really be weekly mm-hmm. and really get a lot of reps in and and experience more as a commentator than most do in a two year career in one season at Sanctuary. Because when you're doing it weekly, you're getting a lot of reps, and sometimes more than one day a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, just if especially if you're booked twice or you know they have multiple shows on Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. And there was one time where I had to do a show solo. Mm-hmm. And holy fucking shit balls, is that hard? And Joey makes it look like it's the easiest thing on the planet. Yeah, they do it all the time. And he, and he would do the lead-in for the match. He's a goat. Show the camera. He's a fucking goat. promos for the match. If 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 there's a, a a list, I know everyone says Shivani and everyone says JR. Older fans will say Gordon Sully, but I never or, or Lance, but Holy Lance shit, Lance Joey has got to be in the conversation because doing that by yourself and then the lead-in and then that and just carrying the story while also doing play-by-play mm-hmm. completely by yourself and then when you put him with somebody, it almost ruins it. You're that damn good. And, was very good. and his sense of humor was in, in the nineties when ECW was running was right in line with where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he was snarky. He would make fun of the, the bad stuff on WWF and WCW. He was exactly what ECW needed in a commentator. So good. He didn't get to do raw for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 a, and maybe he doesn't work well with another person or a team because you're, but he's got to be in the conversation. He, one of the greats. He was okay with Don Callis on pay-per-views. Yeah, and Him Joe and Gardner were okay. Yeah. Uh, Rick Rude was his commentator for a little bit. That didn't really work, but Rick Rude for a guy who could talk was not a good announcer. No, yeah. like the, the, the same skill it, ta- it takes to cut a good promo is not the same skill it takes to be a good announcer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and superstar Billy Graham was yeah. a terrible commentator. Yeah. And one of the best promos that ever lived. Yeah. So Dusty Rhodes, uh, unless you like some of the little clubbering and go <laughs> yeah. to the pay win and the plunder, baby. The plunder. Uh, it got uh, bicycle. <laughs> He got back. He got back. I uh, I actually stole that line for uh, for, <laughs> for uh, Camp Leapfrog. I called the uh, the last Camp Leapfrog show. Um, uh, there was a buried alive match with um, CC Boost and the spoiler. And there's a part where CC Boost is coming in on a bicycle and just does a close off it. And I had to go. He got a bicycle. <laughs> <He got> a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, he's got to be. For me, in the top top five I, of all I time, I always like Joey Stone. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, uh, and then he gets a guest commentator spot. Uh, yeah, uh, Mick Foley, uh, Cactus Jack in ECW, of course, didn't do as bad as I thought he was going to do. Hey, no, it's all great. right, it's all right. He didn't ruin the show to me for me. No, 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 yeah, no. nothing could ruin that. That show was amazing, and he was wearing the exact same shirt I'm wearing today. Yeah. Cactus Jack, uh, shirt not only final. not only a Cactus Jack shirt, but wanted dead yeah that is the the big distinction in the cactus jack shirt because the ones they did for wwe said dead or alive mm. so the ones he put out himself like this was a pro wrestling tease version and then the ones he did originally they said dead not dead or alive i gotta look at my shirt now yeah i used to have one but it's i don't know if mine's dead or dead or alive i have a, I have a second one but it's autographed so don't wear it oh yeah by mick yeah that's a bucket well, list it, for- it's uh it's not it's not Mick. it's cactus, it's cactus autographed. Yeah. that's a that's a bucket list for me i that's that's one guy 
if I ever that meet is, him of, of people I haven't met yet, that is the one I would like to meet the most. Same here. Yeah. Same here. I, if I ever Just meet hang him out of Knobles. Yeah, yeah. If I ever meet him, him, I hope to have my four faces yeah. of Foley shirt. I just got, and I want him to autograph it four times. <laughs> he's known <laughs> to hang out over there you. once in a while. He's right? charge you for. <laughs> Mick Foley is at Knobles all the time. Yeah. yeah. I know he's <laughs> over there at the Santa show. Oh, yeah, he, he's like, a big you, you see pictures guy. of him with with people like from around our area. It's like, he oh he loves God. he loves Christmas and he loves roller coasters. So Knobles yeah. yeah. is big for him. Mm-hmm. He uh, they did that show on the network, Holy Foley, and I think one of the things he goes to Knobles. Yeah, it's yeah. Christmas room, mm-hmm. his house. Yeah, and there's like yeah, his two favorite theme parks are that, and there's one I don't know if it's still around in New York called Santa's Village. Mm-hmm. Yep, and those are his big favorite ones. Uh, but yeah, he is the color commentator with with Joey Styles doing play by play here, and we open with. Lance Storm mm-hmm. taking on Lionheart, Chris Jericho. Well, good match. Former tag team, the Thrill Seekers. Right? Yeah, they bring yeah. that up, and I forget. The, I think they were called like, uh, yeah, it could be because they bring up Lance Storm was coming out with Dawn Marie, who I think at this point had already been in and out of WWE. Yeah, I remember she was doing the wrestlers rescue thing for a minute. Did she do the thing with Tori Wilson at that point? Yeah, I think that was before. Yeah, this. yeah, and then Al Wilson, and he died. We'll talk about he, that he died on the smack. He died in, in, in story. Then he just recently <laughs> they, did die for they, real. Yeah. 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 Um, she, so, she banged him to death. Yeah, Dawn Marie yeah. did. Yeah. Well, that's a hell of a way. To go. She, she hated and she Tor- was looking good. So I, the head go out that way. She hated Tori Wilson so much that she married her father and banged him to death. Yeah. But she wanted to go with Tori. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. There's a thing bro. on the pay-per-view. <laughs> is, that, is that bro booking? No, this is no. This he is, was gone. Oh wow! This is yeah. I don't know who it was. Probably I don't know. Vince Lagana, I think was yeah. having smacked out at that point. Maybe I, I, I have one one critique with this show mm-hmm. is I think we'll get to it here at the end of this match. But I think there may have been a, few, a, a the fan service was tuned to eleven, but sometimes that fan service being turned up so high because you need to get more people seen on the camera mm-hmm. can affect outcomes of matches maybe and that's well, kind of that happens that here in your opening an ECW okay thing. Um, ECW would always lead into the next are you gonna match. say you're not happy that Jericho lost I because I, I can tell you exactly why he lost yeah. well he wanted to put over Archer I mean Lance he wanted to give Lance a win right that is the only reason why Jericho lost yeah, yeah. he wanted yeah, he wanted him to walk out as the but I thought it would have been cooler to have, maybe the Lance win clean but I understand that they wanted to get well here here's why um Lance Storm at this point this is 2005. Landstorm stopped being an active wrestler in WWE in 2004, and he wound up helping train in OVW. And around the time this was happening, he wanted to leave that too. This was at the time Landstorm left WC or WWE completely, and he started the Storm Wrestling Academy in Calgary, which still exists. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people come through there. A lot of women, especially uh, Emma, uh, Tennille Dashwood is a Storm graduate. Uh, there was a guy for a little bit, Sylvester Lafort. Uh, yeah, they. Put him with uh, um, Elijah Burke. Right? He, uh, I think in the NWA he was yeah. with him, but he was in he was in uh, NXT for a little bit when they first got started on takeovers. He was uh, a Storm guy. Tyler Breeze is a Landstorm guy. Um, Taya Valkyrie, I believe, was from Landstorm's Academy. Uh, um, girl? Cassie Lee. Yeah, I was gonna say why, one can't of the her, why can't I think of her? Billy Kay. No, no, no. The other one, Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Peyton yeah. Royce. Uh, maybe Billy Kay too, but Peyton Royce was a Landstorm trainee. Uh, Landstorm. He thought this was going to be his last match, period. He he did come back. He did do some matches afterward. This was supposed to be his last match. This was him retiring. Chris Jericho was his best friend in wrestling. They had their first match together. There was no way Chris Jericho was going to allow himself to lose that match. Yeah, no, I don't mind him losing. I just maybe the, the kendo stick cheap shot 
run in. I don't think WWE wanted Jericho to lose clean. He was yeah. in the main event program with Cena but at this point. Yeah. It, him and Justin Kerbal, the impact players, they were like multiple. Yeah, they wanted to get they wanted to show the impact players. It, they wanted yeah. they, they, it was fan it service. Makes sense. And ECW that's yeah, there was always someone running in. Yeah. The and, other thing about the show too is this show is kind of very unique for WWE because it's the only show I can think of that's really non-canon. Yeah. Like what happened on this show didn't really matter anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it, it was in a it was in a bubble. Yeah, it was its own show. Yeah, it was it was non-canon. That's the, the only, only thing with that one too it. is they they snuck the shot in where in like I guess like it was almost like WWE like WWE style forgot about ECW where you don't have yeah. to like hide it. You can yeah. just walk in, kick someone in the balls, and walk what out. What happened is like by the way, the that... referee in this match is Mike Keener, who is the brother of uh, Dave Keener from the Twenty Three Hundred podcast. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, Mike Keener. Yeah, I've been on a couple of shows with him. Yeah. Usually, what Do you ever wrestle like... him? Do you ever wrestle? Kid I never America? did. I never wrestled Kid America. <laughs> I was, there was almost, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, usually, like so, if Justin Crabble came out and hit. Uh, Chris Jericho on the old ECW, somebody else would then come out, yeah, and then that would be your next match. Okay. That's how they would do it. They yeah, would flow matches like that, and that that was kind of yeah. Uh, I didn't hate it, but that would be the only thing that like it's going to go on as the show yeah. goes. It's going to be a lot of run-ins, a lot of that's ECW, a yeah. lot of fan that's, service. That's, that's yeah. ECW, yeah. but they kind of they knew they had to because you couldn't have that show and not cater to the ECW fans. Yeah, and all, that crowd because the crowd was electric. They would just yeah. turn on it immediately. I'm shocked how hot they stayed through some of those promos because some of them were very long-winded, especially the WWE guys. But yeah. they were so like, shut the fuck up. So. Yeah. It was uh, it. It's a testament to how much they wanted that mm-hmm. show that that night. And, that mm-hmm. they stayed high energy as long as they did. And e- e- ECW, the crowd was always one of the biggest characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and that was that was a show too. That was almost the persona itself was mm-hmm. the crowd. They would a, 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 a wrestling show today. Most wrestling shows would today kill. would have not made it past that second. No, they would stop show promo. Oh yeah, they would have killed the well, complete. This, show, this crowd was waiting for that show for four years. Yeah, though. yeah. So they were so, so hungry. And, and unfortunately, Andy's old manager, Hat Guy, wasn't there. No, he wasn't. But right in the front row was Vlad. Yeah, Vlad the super fan was right there in the front row. The Green Lantern fans there somewhere. Yeah, he's Green crying. Lantern he's fans fans like one of the first guys you see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's crying. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> I know. I haven't seen him in years. I wonder if he's still alive. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I, the so one, I don't know. The one story I heard from him is uh, the one WrestleMania in Tampa, the one where Ric Flair retired. Apparently, he went to that show in a tuxedo <laughs> and was greeting people as they would come in, like, "Welcome to WrestleMania." Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's he was, awesome. He was a uh, strange. He uh, he proposed on one of the early episodes of Raw and did oh, not, that... and did not marry that woman. Oh, that when Bobby Heaton? Yeah, yeah. That, that, I didn't know that was him. That that screen real lantern. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Uh, so some some of the chance that one of the big chance on this this uh this match was for Chris Candido. Who I remember we talked about barely legal not that long ago. Candido was a big part of that. They doing a promo. He was skipped from the Body Donnas. He was a he was a big part of ECW. Was in the Triple Threat, and he died like maybe a month, month and a half before the show. Mm-hmm. He was uh, we really brought up when we were talking about Tammy too because he was with with Tammy forever. He was in a match in TNA in, in TNA and he uh, got a blood clot in his leg. He hurt his leg. Somebody ran into him and he got on the plane and the blood clot like either went to his lungs or his heart or something like that and he Fuck. and he passed. And uh, it was was he like thirty three or something? He was like super young. Yeah. Too. he Sucks. was super young because he started wrestling. He was like sixteen. Yeah. Well, kind of a segue here. After this match happens, yeah, they do the seg the the remembering our fault. Like uh, Pipple, one of the Pipples. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be I, Gary, I, 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 I Anthony Durante. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes out and says, you know, no Gary Wolf. Oh, was okay, he's out, the yeah. one that died. Yeah. Well, he didn't come out. He does a backstage thing okay, where yeah, he says, Gary Wolf. He goes, thank you guys for being here. He's um, Pipple one. Gary Pipple one, and he says, you know. uh, but our fallen brothers who couldn't be here tonight have the best seat in the house, and they do like a remembrance package. Yeah, some of those people cool. were barely in the NCW. Yeah, too. there was some of like I'm like okay, that maybe. list has grown tremendously since. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, well was, I mean, it has been that was one of the years. That was one of the things like um, I guess uh, 
I guess they hadn't died yet because I was thinking like, okay, John Cronus isn't there. Yeah. Uh, but just to kind of wrap up the Storm Jericho match, the finish there is uh, the 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 Landstorm's one of his one of his big moves is the rolling ca- uh, crab. They call it the Calgary crab. Mm-hmm. Calgary. And then and Jericho the, he does he did the Lion Tamer when he was Lionheart. And so uh, he has he has Storm in the Lion uh, Jericho has Storm in the Lion Tamer. Dom Marie gets something able to distract while Landstorm's tapping out. That's why you had the distraction more because Lance was about to tap out. Yeah. Just incredible and Jason, who was the manager of the Impact the players, sexiest man in the, the world, sexiest man alive, Jason, former ECW TV champion, mm-hmm. Jason Knight, and uh, uh, my buddy Jack has got a lot of the early ECW shows. And Jason was like one of their big heels on them, and yeah. somebody slashed his tires. <laughs> oh, oh man. and they had to help him change his tires. Yeah, I'd be fucking pissed if, I, so if I just bad. finished Especially the show. Jason was coming from like Massachusetts. He yeah, from Connecticut. If I think I he's fucking come out, my tires are slashed. I'm be fucking hot. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so there's a distraction, and then there's a run in, and yeah. So the uh, the finish is that uh, Storm shoots Jericho into the ropes, whack with the cane. That was a good shot. Incredible mm-hmm. wax in between the eyes with a cane. This is pre uh, pre concussion protocol. And then uh, that's just, that's the pin for Landstorm, who, call, for the most part, that was the end of him for real as like a full time wrestler. He had a few matches in Ring he of Honor. Great. Oh, he was yeah. always he was always in really good shape. Mm-hmm. He had a few matches in the Indies here, like he would wrestle a lot of his students as the because uh, this thing is the SWA Storm Wrestling Academy was the SWA kid. He wrestled Brian Alvarez once because they were good friends. He just wanted to wrestle him, mm-hmm. so he wore a mask and wrestled him. Uh, one of the great things about that is uh, with the match with Alvarez because he's supposed to be the ideal Canadian. He's this Canadian guy that got brought in and he's doing all these moves that Canadian people do. He does like a spear, but he does edges moves and he does like he's sharp doing like the sharpshooter. He does uh, all this stuff, the unprettier. And then he trigger and he's ripping off. Well, this is pre Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega <laughs> wasn't like, huge back then. Uh, Who's Brian Pillman's finisher? He's not Canadian. Oh, I think. Oh, he just hung out with the Canadian. Yeah. He was he Canadian trained, by, he, he trained. Yeah. He trained with the heart. Yeah. He was Canadian by, uh, by marriage but one one of the things is like he does is the rolling crab and it's like oh he's pretending to be landstorm and he actually is landstorm (laughs) and then freaking alvarez ruined because he's like firing up for the finish like come on lance and it's like (laughs) lance Steele from chikar yeah so uh then we had the in memoriam segment uh gary wolf pipple one does the introduction then rocco rock from public enemy was one of the people on here terry gordy who had a few spots in ecw yeah a cup of coffee Mike Lockwood, who I didn't really remember. I don't. Oh, no, 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 not Mike Lockwood. Mike Lockwood is Crash Holly, oh, okay. uh, who I didn't really remember. I think he might have been Aaron O'Grady a few times toward the end, but he was barely an ECW. I loved Crash Holly as a character. Yeah, before that, he was Aaron O'Grady. I think that's the name he was when he ECW. carried the scale around. Yeah. Uh, F- yeah. Full fun fact, way off topic, going back to PBW real quick. Uh, someone who we had in the podcast who wrestled last backbreaker show yeah who is who who wrestled illegally as a cruiserweight he might be able to do it legally he might now. be able to be a cruiserweight he's on that keto diet he looks fuck travis dory looks travis fucking dorian, amazing i didn't yeah. recognize travis dory and that's how good he looks he's, that keto diet man that is something i will say but that. he like, you can stick to it he lost a lot of weight but it's not like he looks unhealthy skinny. Yeah, like sick. he looks I, good it's also the, i think the first time i ever saw travis in a shirt that had sleeves yeah. so that might have thrown me <laughs> yeah. up. i couldn't i can't blame him in that in that uh in that Cold. building yeah. but yeah you know he, he looks amazing yeah he's keep a, up the great work but if, you're, if you if you are listening or if people are watching tag and him and say you know one thing great he looks awesome one thing uh i will plug for backbreakers on the 29th i know it's sold out but we'll, we'll do a we'll do a full thing on it next week real quick too with travis he put a picture of himself as the tv champion of ppw on point in time did you ever see that title it looks no. like the old Intercontinental title. Really? It was fucking gorgeous. Whatever happened to that? Where is that yeah. title at? That title was awesome. Because the new one is... Uh, they need a new one. 
if, if you have a chance, go check out his one, go say. check out his Facebook page. He they puts a champ too. He so puts yeah. a he puts a photo up of him in that title. It's really? a white strap, and it lo- it looks exactly like. like when I looked just at using it, the Intercontinental title. It might have been yeah. an Intercontinental. No, but it says PPW it, television well, title. The, back in the day, the thing was let's buy a replica title and put a sticker on it. Yeah. Oh. So that's what that it might have been. Be. What it was. It looked fucking awesome. Well, you want even if the belt's lame. You want a belt you want that's an, not a replica. Yeah, you want an yeah. individual. I have to look at it. I don't know if it was a replica. I, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see yeah. it, so I can't say. I'll, so, I'll pull it up while you guys are talking. So for that backbreaker show on the 29th, it will be tra- a rematch from uh, two shows ago where it's Travis Dorian against Johnny Moran mm, with C.R. O'Malley in his corner. Uh, uh, other people were in this thing. The, the original Sheik, uh, Mike mm-hmm. Lazansky, Pipple 2, Anthony Durrani, Big Dick Dudley had already passed at this point, and uh, they closed with Chris Candido who had just passed. Yeah. And then you come back to the crowd and it's a big Candido chant again. And then we have the international three-way dance as our next match. I, when, the, when they were first coming out, I thought it was going to be a tag. Uh, because you come out at first, and it's Tajiri and Mikey Whipwrecker. The first one's out with the, the Sinister yeah, Minister. Like, oh, okay. All right, so it's, I guess it's going to be... Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Mike Whipwreck, Jerry Lynn, front row material. Yeah. You're showing Jerry Lynn's name. Mikey's on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you're down here. <laughs> and then, possessed Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, so they're out first, and then it's the FBI, and they have everybody but Big Sally. Yeah. Uh, even J.T. Smith was there. I know. How about that? Uh, old Brown Eyes. You have uh, Big Guido, who was also Primo Carnera Jr., the third. And uh, you that might be a sticker. You had. Um, I think it's a sticker. I thought, I think it looks J.T. Smith, and if it's not, Tracy's it's Mothers. It's a sticker, I think. It might be a sticker, yeah. Uh, JT I mean, Smith. I'm not I'm not schooled as these two, but that Tracy looks Smothers, kind of stickerish to me. Tony Mamaluke is out with them, <laughs> and I th- so okay. Okay, well, your first team is going to be Mikey and the Jerry. Your second team is going to be Guido and Mamaluke. Yeah, and then Super Crazy come out and I'm like, who's Super Crazy's partner? <laughs> the crowd. He doesn't have one. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's just, Mikey's not wrestling. Uh, Tony Mamaluke's not wrestling. So the only person in this match who wasn't a regular on WWF t- or WWE TV at the time was Super Crazy. Yeah. Uh, didn't Look, he have a big high spot in this match? He did. Too? Yeah. Like he, he jumped off a balcony. He, yes, he always yeah, right? moon, moonsault off the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they would. This uh, triple threat match they had at many pay per views and it was yeah. like one of their few. I'm a, I'm a big Tajiri fan and I was always a big Super Crazy fan. I really liked both of them yeah. a lot. Like always, when they were on TV, I was excited. Their triple threat match was always good. And Super Crazy would always do a moonsault off the balcony. That's what he did here. Yeah. So so made it look easy. And his three moonsaults in the corner. Nunzio will also be um at that that uh. North, I think it's called Northern Tier Wrestling. Yeah, NTW. He was also at Legends of Hamburg, right? Yeah. Little Guido? Uh, was he? I, I think he may One of the FBI members were at ha- uh, Legends of Hamburg. Well, it certainly wasn't Tracy Smothers. Yeah, it wasn't Oh, Tracy no, Big Smith. Sally, I know, was there. I don't, maybe Nunzio was, was too. Big Sally. Or maybe yeah. Little Guido was, too. Uh, but yeah, Little Guido, I think it might be a mystery partner. Uh, no, it's him and it's, uh, I seen the graphics. Him and Isaac No, Rolo no, no, first. I'm talking about... Oh, yeah, it's him and I, Isaac Rule against Diamond City War yeah. Machines. That's the match, yeah. Uh, so yeah, little uh, little Guido and Isaac Rule from from PPW fame against uh, Diamond City War Machines with Joe Davis. Yeah, NTW. I'm not sure where the show is though. Somewhere in Pennsylvania. And um, so yeah, the, 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 you did a big uh, balcony dive. Mikey Whipwreck. He had to hurt himself like crazy on this one because he, he did the stunner. Yeah, the whipper uh, snapper. Whipper snapper. He does it off the second rope to little Guido, and he just he lands right on his ass yeah. from the second rope, well, and that couldn't have been fun. Whipper snapper. And uh, he and the great thing about that is he used the whippersnapper because he beat Steve Austin. Yeah, that's when he started using it. And then uh, uh, Super Crazy hits another moonsault on the jury to end it, which is weird because he was the only guy that wasn't a regular on TV. Um, you had Tajiri who had been a regular for a while, Nunzio or Little Guido who had yeah. been a regular for a while. But Super Crazy gets the win here. And a few weeks after this, the Mexicals debut. Yeah. 
super crazy. Uh, Psychosis is going to be in our next match. And uh, Hoovy, oh, yeah, who was not on the show. Yeah. For some and, reason. And, the, and they gave road a riding lawnmower. Yeah. Because they're Mexican, <laughs> so they're coming in on a riding lawnmower. Oh, uh, what's his name? Had a little of a, uh, a racial Mexican joke. Uh, slur during this show oh, well, jbl ECW. Uh, jbl did a lot on this show that, yeah yeah uh so then we do another video package of uh ecw memories from the early days uh they start showing the shane douglas promo you see the tasmaniac yeah. uh, coming out there uh the night the line was crossed uh the the thing where jt smith almost broke his back when mike awesome did a dive foreshadowing mm -hmm. uh, something happens on a dive later tonight uh public enemy just dancing around doing some fun stuff uh, the Sandman, life's a bitch, and then you marry one. Then <laughs> when they when ECW would end and they show their promos and they would like do the Batman angle, and it was just a bunch of people doing promos at the end. That's something yeah. that they should keep. And that was uh, like AEW should do that. That was at the time where uh, Sandman's ex-wife and his son were uh, were hanging around Raven a lot. Yeah, Daddy, you're a drunk. <laughs> I'm with Raven. <laughs> I have the. Uh, you had the Funks against the Public Enemy where they hanged Rocco Rock by his ankles. Yeah. Harry Funk hanged him by his ankles and Dory's just beating on him. Uh, just Sabu doing his crazy stuff. The uh, thing where Woman and the Sandman are caning Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, thank you, man. Have another. Uh, just throw it. The, the infamous thing that was always closed their opening credits on the, uh, the TV show where it was Funk and Cactus against Public Enemy. And this wasn't something that was planned. It just happened. And I think it was Funk. What, either Funk or Cactus calls to have one of the people in the crowd throw him a chair to use. And hundreds of chairs. Yeah, they keep coming. Sail the public enemy are buried in chairs. <laughs> and I, Funk, I think, takes one to the head, and Cactus is like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. And <laughs> they both they both left yeah. him. Uh yeah. Um, one of the most famous moments in ECW was on their TV forever. Uh the flaming branded irons there. Not the flaming chair. They didn't yeah. show that one because well, that branding iron is one that Jeff said that he was at that show. No, and so, uh, that would have been the fire chair. No, he said it was a branding iron because someone oh. someone got hit with it. Like a fan. That was a chair. That yeah. was it. Yeah, he might have crossed it in his mind, but yeah, yeah the flaming burn and I was was safe. The fire chairs had almost got them shut down. Yeah, because mm. the when he when he went to swing at them, mm. the rag that was soaking yeah. carousel. It, it came was, off the I chair. think it was oh. one of Foley's red flannels. He had a yeah. uh some kind of rag or towel or, or shirt wrapped in in, in uh around a chair and he went to swing and funk with it and the chair bounced off the ropes and the flaming whatever it was flew into the crowd and hit somebody in the leg. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, and, I mean, you can get hit then, with that for a yeah. minute at least. At, at least that's how. Yeah. And, this and is then, a side note: that's that's how my batons used to be. I used mm -hmm. to twirl fire. You would stick them in kerosene, light them on fire. You could get hit with it a minute and just get like singed yeah. a little bit, yeah. but you weren't really burnt. But if it, I would, I would imagine if it landed on you like yeah, that, yeah, and you're like, oh, I don't know. And, and then yeah. to make matters worse on that show, the lights went out, <laughs> and they popped back on, uh, and all hell's breaking loose because the guy was on fire and they, they went back on because Tommy Dreamer was being crucified by Raven up in the Eagle's <laughs> Nest. And somebody was at that show and wasn't very happy about it. But we'll talk about yeah. that later. <laughs> uh, so you also had a thing with the uh, Shane Douglas throwing down the title. You can all kiss my ass. Throwing down the NWA title. Uh, one of the best angles they ever did where the Sandman is acting like he's blinded. He mm -hmm. sold it to like everybody's neighbors. He can blind. see. And he rips it off and he just hits Dreamer over there with his cane. And uh, when all the fans got in the ring with Public Enemy and they broke the ring, that was yeah, in there too. Dancing. He had a little bit of a line during the uh, PPW show that, like, not rubbed me the wrong way, but I was like, come on, Sandman, chill out. He, he looked across the room and he seen everybody was at Dina Peraza's yeah. table and he goes, who's she? And I go, Dina Peraza. He goes, 
Yeah, who's she? He probably doesn't know. And I was like, I was like, she, I was like, she's she's killing it on the scene right now. She's like a champion in three major promotions. He goes, and he just goes, and I was like, he has been noted for saying derogatory stuff for women wrestlers. Plus, I I would, I would. He probably doesn't doesn't watch wrestling. Yeah, Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. He could have been like, oh, that's cool, good for her. I I I, I think he is a little bit. I would say Sam might not even know who Becky Lynch is. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I think he was upset because more people were at well, the probably. other side of the room. He, he did okay for himself. Yeah. Sandman was doing all right there. Uh, so the next match was Psychosis against Rey Mysterio Jr. Mm-hmm. Well, they called him Rey Mysterio. They they brought up uh, Joey Styles brings up like formerly Rey Mysterio Jr. Vince would <laughs> he never lost the Jr. Yeah. Oh, so um, Mick Foley's kind of said like him and like i think i think he said his dad and then joey styles corrects him on commentary yeah. and he goes dick you could have just not said anything yeah. <laughs> well, yeah because uh yeah Ray, the original ray mysterio is ray mysterio jr's uncle yeah yeah and then his son the uh the original ray mysterio his son actually did wrestle but he was uh el hijo del ray mysterio yeah. and that's usually how they do it in mexico like usually if you see a junior it could not it could be like somebody completely unrelated it's just like uh the original you had the, the original la parka who was in wcw and then you had La Parca Jr. is the one that recently, like died a few years ago. And then L.A. Parca. Well, that was the original La Parca. Uh, there was a guy, La Parca Jr., who he wasn't like a mini. He wasn't like mini La Parca. Because if he was a mini, like a little person, that would be that wouldn't be La Parca Jr. That would be mini La Parca. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Jr. is just like another person. Sometimes they're a relation. A lot of times they are, but sometimes they're not even. Yeah. Because La Parca Jr. was no relation at all to La Parca. And then when La Parca left AAA, he became L.A. Park because AAA owned the name. And then La Parca Jr. just became La Parca. Yeah. So, but but if you see like El Hio del, like El Hio del Santo is El Santo's son, mm-hmm. and then Psychosis uh, takes his mask off. Yeah, uh, and then the crowd chants, "Put your mask back." Yeah. On. <laughs> what some people? Uh, it's funny because at this point, well, it was like when Hoovy took his mask off. I'm like, hey, he's cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> at, at, at some point. Um, Ray just was like, in, in the United States, I'm going to ignore the fast, fact that I lost my mask. Yeah. Yeah, because Psychosis lost his mask to Billy Kidman on Nitro, the mask versus hair match. And he lost it in, in Mexico. Well, he lost being Psychosis. He was Nico, yeah. Nico Millionaro, because he's another guy that left AAA and AAA on the gimmick, but he could still use it in, in the U.S. for whatever reason. But yeah, he, he, he never went back to the mask where Ray did. Like, Ray, there's... Like there was like like oh nobody sees Ray's face now plenty of people see Ray's yeah, face plenty. if you watched WCW for the last year and a half it was around you saw Ray's face yeah. mm-hmm. and his stupid little horns <laughs> and his and his uh, overalls yeah well, um so yeah I and this was a match where they kind of were they did almost like a, a house show match you could yeah, tell it like it was, it was all right yeah I, and there were yeah, even some boring chants during yeah. a sleeper hold uh, they got the the crowd back they did like a leg drop over the railing. And, and Ray went with his WWE movie, the 619, the West Coast. Yeah, and they booed that. I was going to say, I think I remember yeah. that. Yeah, anything that was not ECW that was WWE related, they, they booed it. Yeah. yeah. They booed a sleeper hold. Of course. Yeah, yeah. it's a rest hold. Yeah. Some rest holds in ECW. Yeah. <laughs> the cactus where he's doing the anti hardcore thing. Yeah, I'm hardcore. He, yeah, he's like against hardcore wrestling. And he goes, uh, like, um, um, he's wrestling Tommy Dreamer. And he's like saying, like, he hit me with a closed fist, disqualify him. He's like, Cactus, I'm not going to disqualify him. This is ECW. <laughs> and so he walks there. He's like, count me out. It's like, Cactus, this is ECW. There's no count outs. He's like, do something. He's like, Cactus, why are you being such a pussy? And it's the referee. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, so after that match, the uh, the Crusaders, they called them the whole show, the anti-ECW Crusaders from SmackDown arrive. And it's uh, JBL, Kurt Angle, Orlando Jordan. Uh, a few others were there. 
Orlando Jordan. Yeah, well, he was part of JBL. Yeah, the, the, he was his the, chief of staff. The cabinet. The cabinet. Yeah, him and the ba- I think one of the bashers ba- were yeah, there. And then Jillian Hall. Oh, yeah, Jillian Hall was there, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, I don't she think wasn't Jillian there, Hall was there, but she was in the cabinet. She was in yeah. the cabinet. Amy Weber was there for a second oh, before yeah. JBL ro- ro- uh, drove her off. Uh, so they they show up, and then uh, the crowd is just chanting vulgar things at mm-hmm. them. Uh, there's a sign that said Kane Bischoff, like a, uh, a Kane <laughs> Dewey sign. Uh, Fuck you, SmackDown is one of the chants that you, uh, can be repeated on this show. You know what's crazy? They, they chanted... Uh, fuck every 30 seconds oh yeah and then, nothing was done and then the second rvd gets in the ring and says fuck they bleeped it yeah every time there are a few like times like people said fuck on the mic but yeah that that gets bleeped but everything that the crowd says is, is fine because you you have to just mute the crowd like yeah. the whole time because they're either saying fuck they're calling somebody a crack whore <laughs> i think i think when 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 uh I don't know if we're there. You know, we're not there yet. But when when the the first wave of people come in, this is the first wave. They they actually cut the length. You could tell they chopped it and made it shorter, like to kind of get because they. I guess they let the crowd there play might out have been longer because there's peacock ads too. So so some of them might get cut up by an ad, ad break. It kept. Well, I, I wasn't getting ad break. I guess it just stopped where the ad break would be because I mm-hmm. I pay for no ads. It just kind of oh. stopped. Oh wow! It went okay. to a black screen and then kept playing. Yeah, they might oh. just cut. I thought they they chopped out some of the crowd noise. They may have. Yeah. So then uh, they did another one of those clips of like old ECW stuff. Bubba doing the opening ceremonies from November to remember. Too Cold doing a 450 splash. You had a 911 choke slamming Bill Alfonso, which the crowd went nuts for. Uh, Monday NyQuil when Steve Austin was there and he was making fun of Eric Bischoff. Uh, the Sandman canning Conan. Uh, the chair shot when Raven was handcuffed to the, cha- yeah, the cage. So That no, was in the intro forever. Yeah, No putting your hands up when they're cuffed to the cage. Yeah. So he just took a chair over the head. Mm. Uh, Ray and Psychosis. Uh, when Shane Douglas shook the halo with Pitbull 1. Uh, and we Jer- learned on the past podcast is he was actually healed by then, but kept yeah, it on for that spot. For, yeah. That's that's dedication. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when Jerry Lawler invaded ECW and him and Van Damme and Sabu beat up the uh, Dreamer. What they didn't show here what really happened is uh, they took the Sandman's cane that night and just hit Dreamer. Like they tried to hit, like do the thing where you hit the hit the map, but you hit him. You act like you hit him in the groin. They actually caught Dreamer and ruptured one of his testicles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck! Um, Dude, Dreamer looked good back in the day. Yeah. When he was doing that thing. You sure might have another. His yeah. chest. Well, that was jacked. that was that was when he looked good, and then he started to look not as good. And yeah. then by the time they do this match, he's looking really good again. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then uh, Benoit breaking Sabu's neck was Ooh, here. That's uh, tough to watch. Yeah, suplex deal, and he holds his neck and runs out of the ring. Yeah, yeah it was it was tough. You took uh, a couple bumps during that during your match, PPWI. Yeah, that, that looked a little sketchy. I was like, oh, I hope he's all right. Yeah, I was all right. <laughs> yeah, they look good. I mean, I, I had to check too. Yeah, yeah, yeah they. I was like, that one when you got thrown into the end of the yeah, the, that was the ropes. One I wanted yeah. to check on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh Bill Alfonso and Todd Gordon, uh Tommy Dreamer pile driving Beola. Mm-hmm. Um that was the old thing she wore the skirt and then you'd do the pile drivers yeah. or like it was ECW yeah. like so much stuff he can't get. Yeah. Didn't him. he do the whole like oh yes. yeah. no not not with her. I think it was more of Francine. Yeah, Francine. Francine yeah. the, the funny thing about that is uh, the Dreamer and Beula wanted getting married and yeah. are married to this day and have children. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um uh Sabu and Van Dam, Dreamer finally pinning Raven. Uh, when Beulah said she was pregnant when Richards was trying to hit on her. Yeah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Boo. And, and then, like, everybody goes nuts because she's like, it's Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. And then they did have kids later. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Taz and Douglas for the TV title. So, that, that's that's your clip show there. Uh, Joel Gertner. Did, comes did we out pass here. the clip where the ring collapses? Yeah. yeah we talked about it. Yeah. What, what show was that? That was just some random show where Public Enemy won the main event and then they had, invited all the crowd into the yeah. ring. They're lucky no one died. I know. Yeah, so, that was. That was 
That's why they let fans <laughs> in the ring. So <laughs> the falls, it's like, oh my god! And then they all could get you, up there, like, Yay! could you imagine if someone at that time was just getting out, like they fe- they sensed it, bailed on that side, and mm-hmm. then it slid and hit yeah. them? Oh, oh that could have yeah. that could have ended so bad. Oh, yeah, probably all those people just chanted ECW after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like my legs broke. Yeah. ECW ah. dedication. There is so there is a limit to how much a ring can hold. Yeah, yeah, yes, there is. <laughs> Especially when you're all swaying and jumping around and shit. Who cleared that? Yeah, oh, no, one, no one, one cleared things in ECW. <laughs> even even the most shit show thing. Like, did they just like not fucking care at all? The Wild West. Holy fuck! I've been at indie shows where just like. Man, almost any like there's rules like don't do this, don't yeah. do that, but it's it's very like implied like you can go a little by half like, like yeah. but at one point does someone just go this is a great idea keep letting them go in there like I mean I, what I mean, a great moment this is gonna be and, and so many of their shows are Pennsylvania shows and it is a commission state but the commission wasn't as uh, oh my god then that was back in the Frank Talent days like, yeah Frank Talent yeah though yeah. Oh, oh here's a barbed wire oh what's that yeah a lot oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of times it would just get carried away. Holy fuck. You know, they didn't mean to do it. just would happen. Like, well, what are you do? That's nuts. This is ECW. Crazy. <laughs> so then uh, Joel Gertner comes out, and uh, the um, the SmackDown people have nothing of it. He's doing his, well, 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 and the whole thing, and they just throw him down, and uh, he, he runs away. Which could have been a crazy spot, too. Yeah. Because well, JBL... He shoves that, that, the that, shit at him. That, that was yeah. later. JBL wasn't out of there. Or no, he was there. That's right, yeah. Yeah, JBL shoves him on the balcony, and that balcony is not even waist yeah, high no. if he if he shoves he it as hard over. as he did he could have went over yeah and then when he fell back there's not a lot of space where the end and then it starts to turn if he would have not fell exactly where he fell he could have smacked his head mm-hmm. he could have like it could have been a tough spot because obviously he didn't give a fuck about yeah. his well-being he just yeah. shoved the guy no, you know what i mean like yeah that's not the worst thing jbl did that night yeah, yeah. <laughs> again <laughs> so angle is is uh just yelling at the ecw fans uh uh, they're 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 chanting right back. You suck, dick. Is their thing? And they're like, I learned it from your mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's talking about uh, how he um, you know, he walked out of an ECW event. He kind he didn't walk out, but he kind of did. Yeah. Uh, ECW was actually the first company to approach Kurt Angle to sign him. Uh, P- uh, Pennsylvania guy. So they brought him into the ECW arena and like, yeah, come in, check out a show. They the place where they had commentary. Uh, the ECW they had the stage where like the bingo board was and everything because it really was a bingo hall back then and. That's where Joey Styles commentary was. They showed a thing where like Brian Lee chokeslams Dreamer off of uh, this thing through three tables. It was up here and it was called the Eagle's Nest. So they had Kurt Angle like hanging out there just watching the show. And the show he's watching is the one we were talking about earlier where the guy gets a chair, uh, the flaming rag or whatever on his leg and the lights go out and Tommy Dreamer's being crucified. Mm. Kurt Angle was at that show and he's like, yeah, I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> I'm out. And uh, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. And for a while, he was very against even doing wrestling um, because he thought he was like, I, I, I'm not an actor yeah. uh, and wrestling is acting and, uh, and it's beneath me. And he, he was uh, trying to do like newscasting in Pittsburgh and it didn't work out well. And eventually money talked because even when he started uh, with Vince and he, he said this, he's like, I'll come in, but I, I can't lose. Yeah, can't I can lose. never lose. <laughs> I, they would never be able to beat me. I'm a gold medalist. And eventually he learned like, OK, yeah, that's how it works. You actually are kind of an actor. Uh, so, so yeah, he really did walk out and JBL's making bingo hall jokes. And this is all interrupted by Rob Van Dam, who, like Joey Styles earlier in the day, is just super emotional here. Mm-hmm. Super, super emotional. Uh, and, and just doesn't care. He's talking about, like, uh, um, just impassioned and, and well thought out here. And he's like, uh, you're going to hear me say things other than whatever and cool. He's talk- making fun of his character in WWE. Yeah, uh, I actually have a vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. 
and he does call himself the whole fucking show, but they believe about fucking, even though the crowd is cursed every five seconds during yeah. the whole show. And uh, yeah, he's talking about this. Uh, Remember this... what I had? Do they curse it out? Do they bleep it out on the pay per view too? No, 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 no. On the, uh, the, the rerun Peacock. on Peacock. I, I, re- I vividly remember watching this pay per view. Mm-hmm. It was much different. Uh, even the DVD, because no, Andy has a DVD. Yeah. The DVD is a little different too. It's one big thing is different mm-hmm. uh, from the live pay per view and literally anything else. There's one major difference that comes later. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we have Van Damme saying that's like missing this sucks worse than missing the European tour, worse than missing Booker T's wedding. Uh, I'd rather miss WrestleMania than this. Yeah. So yeah, he just. Like this is like this is he's just putting his ECW heart out there. RVD 420. I just yeah. smoked your ass. I wish I had that. I <laughs> yeah. wish I could buy all those old ECW shirts. There's yeah. a website you that re, 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 recreates them. Really? Yeah, the yeah. Sandman one politically incorrect and damn proud of. I like that. Fire one up. Pop one open. Fire one up. Now let's get extreme. I found a I found a website just so I can get the Jericho Holic shirt and mm-hmm. the Raw is Jericho oh, shirt. I like that Raw yeah. is Jericho shirt. That, that's cool. And uh, Rob Van Dam is interrupted, and this is another thing you wouldn't get away with now because Van Dam definitely wasn't medically cleared because there was no such thing back then. Uh, but even though he's all banged up with his leg, Rhino comes in and gores him. Yeah. And stomps um, his fucking knee in. Well, I mean, those were working kicks, but he, he gored him. There's a few of them that, I mean, listen, a torn ACL is still a torn ACL. Like, they probably yeah. didn't feel good if one or two slip in. I, I bet not. And uh, so the crowd is chanting, You got fired at Rhino. Yeah. Uh, so this was about what three months after WrestleMania, give or take three or four months after yeah. WrestleMania. WrestleMania weekend, Rhino got in a fight with his wife at the hotel and broke a potted plant and got fired. Mitch. Yeah. Was yeah, Mitch, Mitch the plant. The plant. Yeah. It's the plant. Mitch Senior. Poor Mitch. Mitch Senior. And then the other one is uh El Hio del Mitch, yeah. not Mitch Jr. <laughs> so uh so that uh, yeah, so so Rhino's getting oh, you got man. fired chance. And uh so it's and then the lights go out and Joey Styles learned nothing from his years in ECW. Uh, let's go. Out. Oh, nobody paid the power bill. No, yeah. no, the let's go out means something else in ECW. And, and lo and behold, Sabu it's is there. It's usually always Sabu. It's usually yeah. Sabu. Yeah. Some people have music and Sabu had music it's too, but Sabu. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool spot. And, and, and this is a Sabu has a match, and this is the match. Uh, he does all the Sabu things. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, Van Dam comes back at the end, though, and there's a ref bump, and he throws a chair at Rhino. He, even though he's hurt, he does a hobbling chair-assisted dropkick yeah. into the corner. Uh, you do the Arabian skull crusher because of face busters when it's face up. Skull mm-hmm. crusher is face down through the table. And uh, Sabu gets the win here because Rhino's a big heel. And then they do the point to the air to tribute to the Sheik because uh, Sheik was uh, the original Sheik. Sabu's uncle mm-hmm. uh, was his trainer and Van Damme's trainer. So uh, then backstage, we have Al Snow and Head. And apparently, Head is the one that invi- invited those SmackDown assholes. <laughs> assholes did not get bleeped. Uh, assholes is okay. And then we get our final history package uh, of the night where Beulah gets 3D, and that's how they wrote her off. Uh, RVD and Jerry Lynn going at it. Uh, Dawn Marie and Miss Congeniality paddling. Uh, Miss Congeniality, by the way, Lita. Yeah, Lita. Yeah. She was uh, briefly in ECW, was Danny Doring's valet. And uh, they paddled Tammy Sitch. The total elimination from Bubba, on Bubba Ray Dudley from Barely Legal mm-hmm. is in there. Uh, the time they had all the the foam heads thrown into the ring yeah. that was on there because they handed out foam heads and you do this one, yeah. snow would come out. Yeah, and they throw them on the ring. Is that what they, they done? They handed them out like nobody yeah. brought yeah. them. Yeah, I mean yeah. some people brought some then after yeah. they popular. And then uh, the BWO was there. RVD doing a crazy dive into the crowd. Uh, the infamous moment where Bam Bam and Taz go through the ring, yeah. and later where they go through the stage in the rematch. Uh, Tyler Fullington, uh, Sandman's son, doing the uh, "I'm with Raven." Yeah. That's in there. <laughs> Uh, RVD and, uh, and Sabu against Hayabusa and Jinzei Shinzaki is there. Um, Francine getting powerbombed through a table. A lot of women getting beat up mm-hmm. on this. Yeah, that, 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 that. Uh, 
uh, Rhino was pile driving somebody. I think it might have been Tammy off oh, the, uh, the apron yeah, table. table yeah. I think it was Tammy. You couldn't or, really tell. Or maybe it was Francine because I remember you gave the yeah, Francine much. Time. Somebody. Um, Taz choking out 911. That was the end of him. Uh, Paulie smashing the phone over somebody said that was always his calling card. Yes. And then it ends with Sabu and Taz like facing off because that was the big thing. And then uh, the Raw people arrive. Uh, Eric Bischoff, Bischoff is the big yeah. one here. Um, a few people that we met at uh, PBW and uh, the Pocono Slam Fest. I, I wish I wish we would have watched this first because yeah. my first question to me was like, what the fuck was up with your shirt? <laughs> he was wearing a, a polo that was like a crop top. <laughs> His whole like his whole midriff was out on it, and he was like he was dressed hey, like. Hey, if a, women can wear crop tops, why can't men? But it just looked weird. Well, the way the shirt was the cut, bigger, it looked weird. The bigger problem I have though is that on this show you're ripping off the BWO's gimmick. Yeah. That's, that's Richard's meaning they're wearing the crop. Top. Yeah, I was I, I was like the whole time I'm like okay because like you don't notice it when you see him in the back. Yeah. He's like a normal polo on, and then like later on he stands up and like what is up with his shirt? Did For they give him the what? wrong size? And also Snitsky is Gene part Snitsky. of the uh, yeah. part of the group here. But the real the real heat magnets are Eric Bischoff and Edge. Yeah. Uh, because the other thing this is right after this is very 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 close to the whole thing where um, Matt Hardy and Lita were dating uh, in real life, and it turned out that Edge had an affair uh, with Lita. He was married at the time, and had an affair, and Matt Hardy found out about it, and there was a big stink, and Matt Hardy got fired mm-hmm. uh, because he wasn't as big a star as yeah. Happens, yeah, and so, uh, so Edge is just I didn't realize about it, he's been, like by far the most overheal in the company, yeah. And, and they they kind of slow burned it, and then, uh, at the very beginning of the next year is when he cashes the money in the bank. But I mean, obviously, it's not a great thing, and it's water under the bridge now. Everybody's fine, mm-hmm. Matt has his family, Edge has his family. Lita, oh, Matt, Matt's Lita doing, seems to be doing all right, Matt's doing great for himself, yeah. yeah. There's a reason they have 558 kids. And, and Edge and Beth Phoenix have two, but they're, yeah. they're any less happy, they're, they seem to be doing all right too. Um, but that was a big deal at the time. It was huge. Yeah, that was, was, and that was a big deal for anybody who was actually a Hardy Boys fan and Alita fan, like I was. I was like, oh, yeah. you know, Amy Dumas. Yeah. Dumas. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they they arrive, and then so our, our next match is Eddie Guerrero wrestling himself. Yep. Eddie Guerrero against nobody who didn't look very happy to wrestle nobody either. Or yeah. could be there. Looks like he'd rather be. Well, he was out. also. This is when he had just turned heel, and his whole gimmick was he was miserable. Yeah. But you could tell they were both like. Uh, maybe not not a beginning because it, it was a well, good. Did they not have an entrance for him in the? No, he came uh, out. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to think like on the on the recording. Did they actually like put his? Yeah, I'm, unless right. they edited out of the Peacock version. No, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they did. What they would used to do on the network is uh, when Benoit would have a match, you wouldn't be able to skip to it. When it would just be like, oh yeah, or it'd be like uh, Eddie Guerrero in action. Yeah, is what it was. They just uh, okay. they they wouldn't like cut out. He, he had an entrance on here, uh, and so did Eddie. Eddie had his cool like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, yeah, that was like, cool. but like shirt. they weren't in ECW that long, so it's kind of yeah. like, you know, you're just pulling people that you need to fill time. Yeah, and uh, well, the, even and, and Joey Styles tried to put a little over here. Like this is a match we always wanted to have in ECW. We never did. Guerrero like mainly wrestled D Malenko. Yeah, that was it. And, and he was and, never very long. And Benoit was he was the tag champions with Malenko, and they were part of the original Triple Threat. Um, he was there maybe a little longer than Eddie. Yeah, but they're mainly known as WCW or WWE. Yeah. Guys. And so they, they, uh, and then I think if they had any interest in this match, they lost it right away because for the first part of the match, the crowd's just looking up at the, at the people that just came in from Raw and they're yelling at Edge. Mm-hmm. They're yelling, uh, I fucked Lita. <laughs> and then after that, they're yelling, Lita's got herpes. So wait, you fucked Lita and she has herpes. herpes. You so have did herpes. You, did you give her herpes? Yeah. Like, or at the very least, you have no, yeah, you, you now, now have herpes. Have herpes. 
My, uh, and then, not a uh, bad trade off. It's Lita. <laughs> I yeah, guess there's but, medicine for that. Honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just, can it cure herpes? I don't know. Yeah, it's about some like, honey. I, I <laughs> there used to always be Valtrex commercials. Yeah. Yeah. It's about if you find the right wrestling girl like fan who's a female, and like you have herpes, I'm like yeah, but I got it from Lita. She'd be like, hmm, <laughs> I can <laughs> live with this. All right, yeah. yeah. because you got it from Lita, who also had Matt and and Edge. Yeah. I can live with this yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of Eskimo brothers. Yeah. Going on here. Yeah. And then uh, if you're going to get herpes, get them from famous people. That's yeah. what I guess what you were saying. I guess so. Yeah. And, and the fans do eventually get into it for a little bit. There's a uh, you screwed Matt chance too. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, doesn't Paul, doesn't Paul come out and that like, after? Yeah. yeah. After. Oh, that's, sorry. That's like getting ahead. Okay. And uh, so Guerrero had a like cut over the bridge of his nose. So it was probably hard way. Yeah. And they, they had like a house show match. They, they weren't, they weren't, they, they didn't tear it up. They, they weren't going. Up. They weren't going for it like they would go for it if it was WrestleMania. Yeah, they weren't ECW. They were, but they weren't prime ECW originals. Yeah, they were there, but they weren't. They weren't RVD and Sabu. And there's a uh, there's another headlock, but we don't get a boring chant. We get a fuck you Bischoff chant yeah. because if there was a uh, a major antagonist, a major villain of ECW, it's Eric Bischoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was at least a begrudging respect for McMahon. They just hated Bischoff and they thought he was like a a phony and just like a empty suit yeah i came to steal so, talent yeah there was nobody that was more hated than eric bischoff in ecw uh there was a diving headbutt which is like oh yeah. uh because that's that's probably gave him a lot of the concussions yeah. and i uh, and even uh joey styles is like he said he would not he would stop doing that move after he had neck surgery but he wants to make that sacrifice like oh man this yeah. is nature well oh, no. yeah uh and, and this is a this is like a really sad match not just because that but because six months six months after this eddie guerrero's dead too yeah um so that that and that's pretty uh pretty just sad and then chris Benoit does get the win here with the cross face and then we're back to the uh the group upstairs the the crusaders the ww crusaders joel gertner's back and uh this time he's begging eric bischoff for a job yeah he's just being the slimy uh heel which is always his role in ecw so it's perfect except for when he was like a baby face with uh don Callis and cyrus as a commentator but people know him as like the smarmy guy with the dudleys and Mm-hmm. And he's begging Bischoff for a job. Bischoff says, hell no, throws a beer at him, uh, calls everybody scabs. And that's kind of just more just heat for the, the Raw Invader guys. And then our next match, best match of the night, I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I know Andy agrees with me. We're talking on the way over here. It's uh, Mike Awesome against Masato Tanaka. Yeah, which was a, a reoccurring match in ECW. They changed yeah. the title and everything. Because Mike Awesome was there in the very beginning of ECW. He was actually called Awesome Mike Awesome. <laughs> And uh, so he he was there for a little bit, and then he went away for a while. He mainly wrestled in Japan. He was a gladiator over there, wrestled for uh, FMW, which was the garbage promotion. Mm-hmm. Just a big guy that would throw around people who were willing to take sick bumps. And so um, Masato Tanaka was his rival. They came back at the same time. It was when Taz was a champion, and mm-hmm. Taz was leaving. He was ready to go to WWF, and he had to drop the title. So the three-way was Taz, Mike Awesome, Bill, Alfon- or Bill Alfonso, Taz, Mike Awesome, and Masato Tanaka. And the way ECW three ways worked, they mentioned it during the, the uh, Tajiri match. They would always work where it was elimination. It was never just first fall wins. And that match with Taz as your champion, Taz got pinned in like the first three minutes. And yeah. this is the one on one match from there. Taz has been pinned. So that like, guarantees a new champion. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, uh, and then they, they traded the title back and forth. But the big thing here, especially in commentary, is when Mike Awesome was the ECW champion, he signed with WCW mm-hmm. and he was going to take the title with him, but there was a legal injunction. And he couldn't show up. He showed up on Nitro while he was still the ECW champion, but they were going to have him do the thing where he dropped the title on the garbage and everything like they did with Medusa. Uh, but ECW had an injunction to stop him from doing that. And the injunction also made him come back to ECW yeah. to drop the title. 
at a non-televised show to Taz, to Taz, who was working for the WWF at the time. (laughs) So a WWF wrestler beat a WCW wrestler for the ECW title on an ECW show. Everybody, the fans love that. Yeah. And yeah. Did they boo it? No, they loved it. They They, they respected Taz. They respected Taz. He hit it awesome. They probably didn't like Taz quite as much when he went on yeah. SmackDown the next night and got squashed by Triple H yeah. as the ECW champion. Yeah, that was and then the next, he only came back for one more show at the arena, and Dreamer beat him for the title. And it was the only time that uh, Dreamer had ever won the ECW title. He was cha- except for the bad ECW yeah. that came back later. And Dreamer was champion for like ten minutes because yeah. Trust Incredible came in and yeah. beat him for the title. So uh, well, he said he never wanted to win it. He wanted to go the whole time, yeah. never winning the title. Mm. But this was like the one exception. I think his grandfather just died. It was yeah. like a dedication for him. Yeah. He's got like paid for his wrestling school. And so he was like, what do you do with the money? It was like, because Dreamer's a bad wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Joey Styles is not a fan of Mike Awesome because of the uh, the whole thing that happened here. And, and he you makes it well known. Yeah. <laughs> and even McFoy's like, okay, rain it. I don't know if somebody's in, his, in Joey's ear on the headset or like, it was just like, rain it back a little, Joey. Yeah, he almost called him a piece of shit. Yeah. Really? He's like, yeah. Uh, I would gladly risk a hospital t- stay to take a swing at him. Uh, and Joey wasn't Joey wasn't probably not kidding about that because later on when he worked for WWE, he knocks out JBL. Yeah, like JBL was always like the guy who was like a bully. He's a big dude, tough guy. Uh, they're over doing that tribute to the troops thing, and Joey Styles like was getting needled by JBL the whole time, and and eventually Joey's like, well, fuck this, and cold cocked him and knocked him out. And he never fucked with him ever again. Yeah. I was going to say, there's only so much you can yeah. take. Yeah. Little Joey Styles. He's a GOAT, baby. Yeah. You know, just for that, he's number three of all-time great commentators. <laughs> he, just, he just he he just, just landed in the three up. spot. Yeah, He was top five. Yeah. He just moved to three. And uh, this might knock him down because uh, <laughs> uh, one of the early things is Mike Austin does a suicide dive. And uh, Joey Styles says, it's a, it's a shame he didn't succeed in taking his own life. <laughs> Which is bad because Mike Austin did kill himself yeah. a year and a half later. Yeah, he, did not. He, did, he did commit suicide. Didn't age well. No. Uh, and this match is nuts. Just crazy offense. They're whacking each other with chairs. They're dropping each other on their head. Power bomb to the outside. Power bomb to the outside. Awesome splash. Mike Austin was about six, 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 seven, mm-hmm. and he could springboard to the top and then do a splash off it. Like he was awesome. He was a freak said. athlete. The other thing they're making fun of her how how much fat WCW ruined him. Yeah, he was the fat chick thriller. He was that seventies guy. I don't know how you get Mike Austin and say let's put a stupid gimmick on. Yeah, like, just let him wrestle and kick ass. I mean, he yeah. couldn't really talk either. No, but give but, him a manager. Yeah, give him a manager. Um, and I, I know Mick Foley was saying like, I, I maybe he lost it when he lost his eighties hair because he used to have a big, he used to have a mullet too. Yeah, yeah. The, the big like Yarmy Yager hockey mullet. <laughs> And then he cut it when he was in WCW. I asked Mercedes Martinez, would it be funny if I cut a mullet eventually? Because there was a few kids walking around with uh, mullets at BPW. And she goes, I don't see it. No. <laughs> so she said, no, it's uh, yeah. it's no. What if it's that a Guerrero mullet? Though? He had a great one. I told her, what if I just do what Morrison did? And I make a locally a mullet and I just greased. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That might be. Give what that, did she, what try did she that say first. to that? No. She still said no. no. What does Heidi say to that? No. I mean, at this point, it's, it's what Mercedes says. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't see Heidi with an AEW contract fighting yet. That's right. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> so don't matter what Heidi or maybe no Heidi. Say. Heidi's not a fan of the mullet either. I'd say no too. Yeah. So this was uh this was pre the this this is awesome chant like that wasn't a thing yet, but you did get a this match rules chant. Yeah. During wow. This match rules. That, yeah. that, but it, that is it a was, sign of that time. It was yeah. really good. I was like, man, they got to sign Mike Awesome, and they, and they didn't. No. I was like, what? And uh, Mike Awesome does get the win here. He does an awesome bomb through the table. Out to the out from the ring to the outside through a table, and then he does the awesome splash, mm-hmm. and he catches his knees on the ropes, and he just goes down head first. Yeah, and uh, he, he was a little dazed. And for some reason, after he wins, he beats up Jim Mullen on the referee. Yeah. I don't know why. 
So uh, that was the next to last match. And then they play the ECW theme and yeah. they, they go to the entrance. They go to the entrance and it's Bob Ortiz. Like, okay, cool. Bob Ortiz is here. I, I think they cut a little too quickly <laughs> because Bob Ortiz just kind of awkwardly walks to the ring. Oh, not and, me, guys. And then Paul Heyman comes out. Yeah, Paulie with his. The evil mad scientist mastermind his duster genius. And his baseball hat. With that's, his headset that's, on. That's good guy, Paulie, when he has yeah. a baseball hat on. Yeah. He has, yeah, the, the, uh, the big leather trench coat yeah. and the baseball hat. That's, that's, that's babyface Paul Heyman. And he comes out and the crowd, their God has shown up. So, <laughs> yeah. So this is. This is as, as big as it gets. And he is just as emotional as Joey Styles was, if not more. His eyes are red. He's... Mick Foley pulled an Andy Hedder here. He's like, why is everyone crying? <laughs> Stop crying. Oh, it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. Paulie's here. Even Andy can understand why people are crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even stone-hearted Andy. Yeah. The, the crowds cry. Everybody's emotional here. And uh, Paul Heyman clarifies, oh, I, I'm not crying. I was in the back smoking a joint with Van Damme. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my yeah. eyes are a little red. Yeah. Uh, he um, and he does his thank yous. He thanks Todd Gordon, who who started ECW, and uh, sold it to Paulie along the way. Uh, he did point out the two production guys in the crowd, Ron Buffone and Charlie Brzezzi, were the people who always put the TV show together. Uh, that that's awesome. I mean, as someone who who has done production on shows, and 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 it it it's a it's a long day if you're a talent, right? Um, obviously, you're there all day long. You're just kind of waiting, but being production. At, and on anything um even if you're like not acting in a play or you're not who, the one behind the camera who gets the most of the limelight and the glory if you do production on anything wrestling for anything it's it's a long fucking day and you work your balls off yeah. so the fact that paul Heyman calls out two guys who who paid a lot of dues who probably didn't get a lot of recognition they is were a, in is, a video game yeah uh they they would have like you on your career mode you have to go through jobbers and then they yeah. were in the video game. No, that's dope that's dope because like i said a lot of times people like that get pushed under the rug so when promotions take time out to to thank people like that that is super dope because mm-hmm. it's a long day being production man it's a it's a it it's a day. selfless job and pack. you're and you're killing yourself yeah. yeah so then he he does turn his attention to the uh the the raw and smackdown guys the what are they called the crusaders yeah, yeah the uh the raw and smackdown guys and and obviously, this is all stuff that got cleared. And, yeah. and uh, uh, but he he goes after Bischoff, and he's like, uh, you know, you're not. I'm not showing up, tail between my legs, to a WCW one night stand. Yeah. Like nobody really cares that WCW is dead. Then they did. There's never like I, there's there's a small clamor for WCW, but they didn't have the rabid fan base no. that ECW did. And uh, then he uh, he goes to Edge and he's like, hide your wives, it's Edge. No, I got three. I two got two words, words for you, but he says three. Yeah, he goes, I have two words for you, Matt freaking Hardy. Yeah. And even Edge is like, that's three. three. Yeah. Well, he says, that's three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was throwing the version. Oh, well, uh, he did that later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the shocker was not out yet. Yeah, that, well, he was doing the it, version, it, it the, was the Matt Hardy. Version one, yeah. The, yeah, version one thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, three. that's three. And I was like, oh, that's even fucking that's more savage. <laughs> yeah. I think at this point the deal was almost done though to bring Matt in. It, yeah. it was getting close to the point where the deal uh, was done. you have to sell at that point because that's Cause, that's what you're that's what you're pushing. I think it, it wasn't that long after this might have been this was June. It would have been July where they did the thing where Matt attacked Edge mm-hmm. and they were pulling him out and he plugged Ring of Honor. He like talked about how it was going to be the Ring of Honor show yeah, that had, weekend. Like, two Ring of Honor matches. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it, it wasn't as raw as it would have been later. Yeah. And then um, he goes to JBL and uh, talk about JBL's talking about bouncing checks and bingo halls. He's like, uh, the only reason you were the WWE champion for a year was because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and he, JBL's writing fake checks and throwing them. Yeah. Watching them bounce. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but 
it's not just that it's because Shawn Michaels didn't want to work Tuesdays either. Yeah, yeah. Really. that that was true. Like Shawn Michaels, like they wanted him to go to SmackDown at one point, and he was like, no. He, he, still he, had, had, he had some kind of church thing yeah. he did on Tuesday. He 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 is one of my best highlights. I, of, I of, go to church. Yeah. yeah, he is one of my best highlights of, of SmackDown. That's when he hits uh Shelton Benjamin with that insane super springboard super oh, that kick. Yeah. That was that, a SmackDown. That was raw. No, I'm pretty sure that was raw. Uh, yeah, because Shawn Michaels was on Raw. I thought he did one SmackDown appearance or, or, or early, and I thought I, I thought did, it was a SmackDown. I think he did one show. of them was a battle royal. Yeah, I don't know. So. Uh, I thought he hit. I thought he hit Shelton with that super kick yeah, on pretty, SmackDown. I'm pretty sure that was a raw. Yeah, almost positive that was a raw. I could be wrong. I mean, back, the, you was, guys know more than I do. He was just raw. Yeah, and it was mainly because he had this other thing he did on Tuesdays. Yeah, he might have went to SmackDown when he was doing the feud with Hogan just to do a promo. Yeah, he made it like one yeah. off, but it was. I, I'm pretty it was sure raw. the Shelton match. Yeah, it was raw. Yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. So then we have the uh, the big finish here because Paul Heyman just yells. He does another EC fucking yeah. W. He's another guy that gets bleeped here. There's going to be one more F-bomb later that gets bleeped too. Uh, so our main event for the evening is Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman against the Dudley Boys. Mm -hmm. The Dudley Boys have been kind of off TV for a while. They were, the only person this match, that, the main match that wasn't signed was Sandman. Dreamer had been in uh, WWE for a while. The Dudleys have been there for a while, but they had been off TV since the end of 2004. And not long after the show, they got fired. Yeah. It was like right after the show, yeah, they, they got fired. Because they, they were Team 3D and TNA like a few months later. Mm -hmm. And so they're about to face off. And this is the big difference between even the DVD version, let alone Peacock, and the actual pay-per-view. Just that night. Yeah. And if you taped it that night and you had a VHS of it. Enter Sandman, where they really played it. Yeah. yeah. They, they really played Enter Sandman for the Sandman. Like, Some of the songs were... Generic ripoffs. Very yeah. close like parody. Was like, dun, 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 dun. Um, well, he, he dun, had a good, he, At one point, dun. he had a good ripoff in, in WWE. Yeah. Later on, there's a ACDC ripoff. That's very, very close. Yeah. Um. Then there was another they one. They play Taz's ECW music, War Machine, though. Yeah, but the knockoff yeah. War Machine. Yeah, the knockoff War Machine. Uh, there was... Oh, the they played Sabu's ECW music, yeah. too. Now, Someone else had a, a very close parody where you're like, oh, they're yeah, trying yeah, to play yeah. this. I just forget Mike what it was. Awesome now. had his WC or his ECW theme. Sabu had his, the Harry Slash thing. Yeah. Um, I think the Dudleys came out to their WWE music. They did. Yeah, they, they never the had music. They did when they were like goofy, when yeah. they're comedy, they did Highway to Hell. Maybe it was the Spike? It was Axel, it was Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney. Was in yeah, the, Balls, there was another one besides them that was that's yeah. that's that was very, very close. The Sandman one wasn't awful in the beginning because the opening line is very close to Enter Sandman, yeah. but then it just loops and there's no lyrics. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, it was cool for a second. It was a cool moment. It's one of my favorite Sandman entrances because he mm -hmm. just goes crazy. Oh, he's drinks beer. That, that was his entrance all the time. I mean, yeah. just like doing it in the hand well, style I, I, that, I, with that crowd. No, no, the only difference between that and the normal Sandman is it wasn't smoking. Yeah. yeah okay. That's yeah. Right, yeah. And so, yeah, he's pouring from the balcony. He's pouring beer into somebody's mouth. Uh, Could have been 17. Yeah. Could have been 12. It's a matter. It's fucking ECW. It's ECW. It's ECW. And then uh, this is the typical overbooked ECW main event. Mm -hmm. The BWO runs in. Holy fuck. Oh, this is uh, booked. Overbooked. <laughs> that, this is what ECW yeah. was. Uh, and they help the Dudleys. You can't, you can't have an invasion. They're, uh, they're looking at the uh, the invaders up there. You can't have an invasion without the BWO. Yeah. And Joey Styles is just mocking Bischoff. He's like, we made so much money on this and they couldn't do anything because it's parody. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like making fun of that. Uh, and they help the Dudleys out. And Another line that they had while this was happening is uh, um, Axel Botten and Balls Mahoney come out. I think that was the other thing you're talking about because Balls Mahoney came out the big balls by ACDC mm -hmm. and they had a pretty decent knockoff, which I think they wound up using in ECW for a while. Yeah. The only thing with this show is I'll, I'll wait till we get there. Go and, ahead. And uh, they were, they were, they came out to, to even the odds. 
and they just crush Nova with a chair. And uh, Joey Styles says that's more painful than having to be Simon Dean on national yeah, TV. Yeah, that was great. Who <laughs> was a workout gimmick that Nova had in Rome. Yeah, and yeah was... he had the Simon system. Yeah, that was not good. Yeah, he was basically like it was DDP before DDP. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the name Simon Dean was a rib on Dean Malenko because his name is Dean Simon. Yeah. Oh, so just flipped it around. Uh, Cash does a wild dive. Uh, he comes out too. They call him the uh, the total nonstop athlete because there's a TNA regular before this. <laughs> yeah. This might have been the point. He was in WWE for a second with Jamie Noble. Yeah. And they called them the Pitbulls. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that yeah. weird. It was when uh, Ryan Kendrick and Paul London had that long, year-long tag title ran on SmackDown. And that was one of the teams they wrestled. And they're doing this wild brawl. And people start chanting for New Jack, but New Jack's not coming. Yeah. They're, they're, there's a few... that, that was the setup. Anytime there was a wild brawl. You're just and... waiting for Natural Born Killers yeah. to hit. And... They would play that music. New Jack come out with a bunch of weapons and go nuts. Matt Hardy got another chant later on in the night. It might have been when uh, when all the WWE yeah, guys yeah. came in the ring. Uh, but yeah, they're they're chanting for New Jack. Dreamer's just gushing blood. Yeah. He's he's got a giant he's got a giant blade job going on. Uh, the Impact players run in, and uh, they do a uh, they, and uh, just incredible. I think Eric Landstorm had barbed wire, and they do the tombstone. That's incredible. Just incredible mm-hmm. finish on the barbed wire. Uh, Francine runs in, and uh, they always did the thing where Francine hated Tommy Dreamer. Because I guess she like he blew her off or something yeah. like that for Beulah. So Tommy Dreamer run, or Francine runs in the beat up on Tommy Dreamer. Beulah comes in. We have the cat fight, as you would always have. But this was the the blow off of ECW. Like yeah. we all thought there was never gonna be more. So this yeah, is it. That's Beulah, all. Beulah, Beulah left pretty early on. She did. They did that 3D in like '98, and she was around for like the last yeah. three years because she would yeah. go out and they, they were starting a family. So she was like, I'm gonna go home and be a mom. Uh, but for this and for the one the next year, uh, Beulah was involved a lot. And as a matter of fact, the Impact players grab her and like Landstorm is holding her back while uh, Justin Credible goes to hit Beulah, but she gets out and then they hit each other. And and then Tommy Dreamer and Beulah do a double DDT on the Dudley. Well, they hug and she pulls away from the hug and she's just covered in blood. (laughs) That's not the first time that's happened here. Look up uh, Beulah versus Bill Alfonso. Yeah. You want to see somebody bleed? Yeah. Bill Alfonso had to save his job that night and he did. His blood drive. <laughs> he is a bloody mess in that show. Oh, he made Tommy Dream look like he like cut himself shaving. It's, it's on the oh. wildest. What's it called? Bloody Sprawls ECW DVD. Really? I have all the ECW DVDs that they produced. So. Mm. Like it, it's a crazy one. Yeah. And this, then, this main event just turns into a circus. And they're they're chanting for tables, and you get your tables. Uh, power bomb through a table on Sandman for two, and then Spike Dudley comes yeah. in. There's your final run in Spike Dudley. He might have had knockoff. How would it help music? Because that was he may have, yeah. I think that's what it was. And um, so he comes in and they uh he has lighter fluid. And Brandy Rhodes might have watched this to uh to 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 learn how to light up a table because they put a lot of lighter fluid in that thing. They're like, I'm like, okay, you can stop now, Bubba. And they're like, no, he's still going, he's still going for a while. (laughs) And uh, so they light the table on fire, power bomb through the flaming table on Tommy Dreamer. He was fine. Yeah, he had a shirt on, yeah. Um, and then so that's that's the end of the magic one, two, three, and then Sandman makes a save at the end because they're going to go after Beulah again. They're going to give her the three D. Someone get me a beer. <laughs> He's like over Someone Tommy Dreamer. Get me a beer. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer's just been driven through a flaming table. What can fix this? I need a beer. Yeah. yeah. Who could possibly get the Sandman a beer? Well, the glass breaks. Yeah. Here comes Steve Austin. And the and his... place goes fucking yeah. bananas. Even though Steve Austin wasn't that much of ECW, and he was a heel. Yeah. And he wasn't Stone Cold yet. And his whole gimmick was, I'm better than this. Yeah. 
but there is Steve Austin. It's yeah. Steve Austin. And he's wearing an XFL an jersey. XFL jersey. <laughs> the Las Vegas <laughs> Outlaws. Giant XFL jersey. Well, it came back. Yeah. This how is, long is XFL out when this? Uh, four years. So it's, it's like he just wore all well, you four. You saw how weathered it was too. It was like the one was wearing out. <laughs> like that thing had been that thing had put some use. It. I yeah. would I would really love. I, I have a I have to a, find out why he chose that jersey that night. Just because they're outlaws. Yeah. yeah. There's God damn, yeah. we're outlaws, pal. Do you think it was that? That'd be fun if I wore an XFL jersey. That'd be something. <laughs> God damn. Uh, just show Vince he made another yeah. mistake by not booking yeah. this ECW show sooner. I'll wear his XFL jersey. <laughs> and uh, Austin's basically like uh, to the, the people up in the, in the balcony, like, you talked a lot of shit. You better come down here and back it up. And they don't want to do it. So like, uh, if you don't do it, I'm going to have this beer. I'm going to count down from 10. And if you don't come down here, I'm going to come up there and like slap the taste out of all your mouth. Is he still wrestling at this time? No, no. he's done. Um, he was, was he the sheriff at this point or was that? Yeah, when he come out in the quad. Yeah. Because yeah. he just, he, he, he stood outside yeah. the ring. Yeah. 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 His last match was in 2002. Yeah. Okay. With the rock. That's yeah. I, I stopped. Honestly, I, I think I stopped watching wrestling when I, st- I took a, a, my break is when Sean left at mania after he got knocked out by Austin. Well, that would have been that would have been 97. Yeah. Because yeah, like so you didn't watch it. You didn't watch the Attitude Era? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. I watched Attitude Era. When when I don't I stopped mid so I graduated 2005. Probably, you probably I stopped, stopped like 2005, 2006. I'm gonna say 2000, 2001, Sean came 2002. Back in 2000, like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't see his second run. I still watch that. I didn't see any of it. When when did when did the ruthless aggression start? Like 2003, 2003. Yeah. I was I was out around then. So I maybe I because WrestleMania 2000 I watched. And I think 2002, 2003 is when I bailed. It was really good. Yeah, I bailed around that it, time. It got bad for the PG era. Like yeah. John Cena yeah. That's when I, I didn't see John's debut. I didn't see Sean's second run. Ruthless. Aggression. Yeah, I didn't see Ruthless Aggression. I seen I seen Vince beat the Monday Night Wars. I seen Shane on WCW. Yeah, that was 2001. Yeah, yeah. so a 2000, I would say 2000, because wow. 2001, we lost our house fire. And then I didn't watch TV then because we didn't. We were oh, yeah, between yeah. houses and we were living with people trying to get a house. And then we got a house and cable TV wasn't a priority. And then at that time is when I really fell in love with. Uh, that's when Tito fought Ken Shamrock for the mm-hmm. first time. That was like 2003, 2004. Somewhere around there. yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, fucking this mixed martial arts is my jam. Yeah. And I just completely switched over. Yeah. So eventually... Austin talks the WWE guys from coming down to come down to the ring. And, and yeah, the ECW guys on one side, there's a lot more of them. And they have a, a big crowd of WWE guys. Even with the numbers game. Holy fuck. Oh, when those WCW, when the WWE guys come down, yeah. they're monsters. Yeah. And these ECW guys are like balls Mahoney. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you're just like, you have no fucking but Yeah, Kurt Angle, if it was a real fight, Kurt Angle would probably take it out like 10 yeah. of them. Yeah. Of them so. <laughs> I, I did like the fact that Kurt Angle was the first one in the ring. Like, I thought that yeah. was a cool move to be like, let's go. Well, because there's there's one guy, well, besides a few guys that weren't on the show, Shane Douglas, yeah. uh, New Jack, uh, that, that was a big, big part of ECW's history that, that people knew worked for WWE and was going to be there at some point. And uh, the one guy that doesn't go to the ring is Eric Bischoff. He goes on commentary to yeah. needle Joey Styles. Yeah. Who was yelling at him, you were the worst play-by-play man ever. Did, did Joey Styles do commentary the night of the show's live? Or was it something he would yes. record secondary? Like, well, um, maybe some of the house for the TV shows. But usually yeah. he was always there. If it was a he was always there. Show. He would do the in-ring like opening the show. The funny thing is when... Uh, well, I'm saying like, yeah, during the show, 
this show or just ECW like, in general? So when ECW went live on pay-per-view, were they live on yes, pay-per-view? Yes. live on pay-per-view. Okay. Because I, I, I know their big thing was a lot of the stuff they would tape, and then they would go and have Joey Styles recording the thing in the basement and add it in post-production. Oh, that was like backstage stuff. Yeah. Or, or like uh, weekly shows. Yeah. Know, not all of them. That would be like for PPW if Tom Mitchell was also an announcer and he announced the show and then they did tapings afterwards. Yeah, that's why I was asking if commentary was done in post or if he did um, it uh, on show. Uh, he was there live and they, they had a commentary set up, so I'm assuming he did most of it live. Yeah. yeah. Funny thing is uh, when Bischoff was going to bring back by WCW and mm-hmm. bring it back, Joey Styles was going to be his commentator. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he said he was the worst color commentator of all time. Well, Joey Styles said to Derek Bischoff. Eric Bischoff was a pretty bad announcer. Yeah. He'll, he'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> and uh, so so the big thing they're chanting for now is Taz. Yeah, because Taz didn't show up yet. Yeah. And and Paulie said it was a big thing that they let Taz come out after Steve Austin. Because you know, Steve Austin thinks mm-hmm. it's going to be. Even though he well, the face-off here is, is you want you want Taz and Kurt to face off. Yes, you do. Yeah. And that's what you got. Yep. And they brawl, and Kurt gets a little, the better of him a little bit and knocks him out of the ring. Uh, but then they knock, or they they're no they they fight to the outside. They're just brawling in the ring. Kurt gets the better of him a little bit and tries to go back in the ring. Rhino knocks him off the apron, back into Taz. Taz mission chokes him out. He's done. While this is happening, in the ring, JBL is beating the ever loving piss out of the blue meanie for yeah. real, for real. One of the corners, I think it's the left one, like the back right oh, from back camera. Right. Okay, he is and just, blue meanie at this point in time. I guess at a different show, I could be wrong. At a different show, just bust got he was busted open the hard way, so yeah. he had staples. I on think it was. I think it was the night before. This was hardcore homecoming at the arena. I think it was. Yes. This. Yeah. And he had staples in his head, so that's why he opened up so quickly. Mm-hmm. Is because he, he was like he wasn't expecting to get the shit kicked out of him for no well, reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and that's why he opened up so so much and so quickly. Because he reopened the yeah, staples that were already in his head. Yeah, I, I could be wrong, but I believe no, I that's what right. that's what he said in, a, in an interview. Because even doing shoot interviews on this, he was always super. Like he was like, "Ah oh, man, you know, he's a real nice guy. He's, yeah. he's a fucking sweetheart. He's one of the coolest people are, and he also has a podcast. So go check out his podcast, the Blue Meanie Podcast. If you're if you're listening to us, and so uh, why did JBL do it? Did we? Because uh, JBL know? was a dickhead. He's just yeah. a dick. Blue Meanie feels and, that the reason it kind of happened maybe is because it, there was some moments that I was an acolyte fan. Then. Yeah, uh, there was a few. Mo- oh, JBL's kind of uh, been notoriously known for being a boldly backstage. Yeah. Actually, JBL has a podcast with Gerald Briscoe. Yeah, yeah. Um, JBL th- probably thought he was better. I was like, why do I have to do this? Yeah, that and and, and Blue Meanie said he had some inter- in interactions with JBL where he thought maybe it could stem from where like he was he he was just given a plane ticket and told to get on the plane. Yeah, and when he got on the plane, he realized it was a first class ticket. And 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 yeah. a few people who were in coach were like, "Why the fuck is the blue meanie yeah, in first J- class?" JBL was yeah. one of those guys where he felt like it was his job to be like the one of the locker room policemen. Yeah, like they would they would do this thing called like wrestlers court, um, where if you, you did something wrong, you would be in wrestler. And the Undertaker was a judge, and really, yeah, mm-hmm. and JBL was because usually was the prosecutor. Yeah, yeah. JBL is usually like the prosecutor for the, uh, like the usually, and then you have to like but buy someone a case of beer. Yeah, and, okay. But they would you the reason was. Don't do what you did. Again. Yeah. If if me and Andy had heat and it carried over and it caused problems, we had you had wrestler court and they're like fucking squash it, buy him a case of beer, and we don't want to fucking see it again. Yeah. Okay. And if it has to go to beyond wrestler's court, you're probably gonna get your fucking teeth kicked. Yeah, in. It, it was it's, it's a throwback to a time when wrestling was a lot more fraternal and a lot more like a closed society than it mm-hmm. is. Carney. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Har- I, Harker Homecoming, I guess it was a Friday. It was the uh, June 10th. And I think one night stand was June 12th. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, Meanie did wrestle on that show. Uh, just to run down that card real quick, you had Chris Chetty and Mikey Whipwreck beating C.W. Anderson and Simon Diamond. Now I'm thirsty. Thanks a lot for saying Chetty. <laughs> uh, uh, Tracy Smothers beat the Blue Meanie. Uh, Tracy Smothers was on the show in the crowd with the FBI. You had uh, Two Cold Scorpio not at the show beating Kid Cash. Bad Breed, Axel Rotten, who was there, Ian Rotten, who was not. Uh, beat Cronus and New Jack. Yeah, the gangster names. Yes. Yeah. So that's how I, I was like looking at it, like, oh, Cronus was alive yeah. at this point. Okay. Uh, Jerry Lynn uh, beat Justin Credible. Credible was at the show. Jerry Lynn was not. He was working for TNA at the time. Yeah. So he couldn't be there. Raven, also working for TNA, not, <laughs> not on the show, with the Blue Meanie and the Musketeer. Remember the Musketeer? <laughs> uh, beat the Sandman. And your main event was a, uh, they ran back one of the more famous matches in ECW. Had uh, Sabu beating Shane Douglas, also not on the show because they had Heat. Um, and Terry Funk, also not on the show, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, no in a barbed wire match with Cactus Jack as the referee. So yeah. Foley was on those shows. Uh, but yeah, Shane Douglas, I guess he, he always had a bad like relationship does, yeah. with WWE. Someone does commentary. It's not Joey Styles. Um, I, I know commentary. Borash was there. I don't know if he did commentary. I forget. I know the second mm. hardcore. Uh, yeah, this one this has hardcore, no commentary. This hardcore homecoming was Joey Styles. Oh, okay. Well, okay. The second one has no commentary, but the Dudley Boys are in the main event because they mm -hmm. got fired. By yeah. They, and I think there was something with. Uh, Basically, Shane Douglas put these shows on because um, mm -hmm. I guess he wasn't a part of the um, the main show, so he just did his own. He's like, I'll yeah. do my own. Uh, the second, or the second one at the arena, the uh, commentary was Eric Ojulo, who was CZW's main commentator for oh, a while, okay. and Buck Woodward, who did the stuff with like one wrestling. Oh wow! So then they did some other shows not at the arena. It was like, um, it was like um, uh, Pittsburgh because yeah. Douglas was from, and then. Um, the other thing here, let's see. Um, JBL did get his uh, he did. Uh, they yeah. actually put it into a storyline on TV then yeah. where JBL the BWO and... shows up. So, I mean, he got some money, he got booked a few yeah, times, yeah. There. And I think he and then Stevie had Richards, fucking, I wonder if I wonder if it was the wrestler's court uh verdict is that you have to uh, go out and take a steel chair that, shot. Wasn't, that wasn't wrestler's court, that was Vince's court, yeah, yeah. I and, think he knew and fucking he's Stevie done. Richards, they probably said tattooed he's gonna hit you with the chair him. and he's gonna hit. He tattooed JBL yeah. like he was trying was to like, take his life. <laughs> and when he hit him, he hit him with the folded chair. But when he hit him, he hit him like in like his head hit here. So he got he got the yeah. backrest and the chair and the part. Lip. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it, no, it was the flat part. Oh, okay. it was the flat part. But he hit him with the, the top yeah. with the backrest too. Uh, like he didn't hit him square with the seat. Yeah. He hit him high. And because when JBL gets hit, his head goes through Ugh, the, the yeah. chair. Yeah. And, Steve, and Stevie Richards swung that like he was going for a home run record. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Especially I used to like JBL. I mean, I did like JBL. So knowing that kind of speech. he seems to have uh, cooled off a yeah, little bit. Little yeah. Bit. But yeah, it, they he he got it. I didn't back. like him as a commentator though. I thought he stank as a commentator. But anything was, else with the show uh, here? So we can we can wrap he, up. He or was, get a little uh, long. He was more of Vince's sock puppet on commentary. I mean, yeah. this is pretty much the end of the show. Um, ECW clears the ring. Uh, it seemed like a few of those people were going after Bradshaw too, because it was all people who didn't really work for WWE. Yeah. Like the FBI was over there, uh, Axel Rotten was over there, and the Dudleys are trying to pull JBL out. Yeah, and and so he gets out of there. Austin like, oh, you got your asses whipped. And then um, there's one guy who didn't uh, get caught up in all this. Uh, so Austin instructs Mick Foley to uh, to grab Eric Bischoff by the nape of the neck and uh, bring that son of a bitch to the ring, and he takes a 3D. He takes a diving headbutt. He takes moves from all the guys who work for WWE because they know they're going to be safe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he takes the six one nine, and uh, he's like, uh, and also goes over to do like the the uh, 
I'm going to do a post-game interview. Um, and he's like, Eric Bischoff, how do you feel? And he put the mic down. And he's like, fuck ECW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so Austin gives him the stunner. They throw him out of the ring. And uh, the Dudleys unceremoniously dump him on some flatbed truck. And then everybody just drinks beer. And, yeah. and, and Sam is, is very, very drunk. Uh, before we wrap here, the end here, what years were ECW on the TNT network? Uh, TNN. It was probably 99 to... Oh, TNN, sorry. To the, to yeah. the end. No, no, they were off before then. It was about a year. It was 99 to 2000. Yeah. Um, and then they announced they were bringing Raw over and they canceled ECW. Yeah. Okay. Raw was uh, eight of Friday nights at 8. Yeah, right. it was, it was um, ECW Wrestling and Roller Jam. Yeah, Roller Jam. Yeah. All right, from uh, the Nashville Network. Well, what do you got to plug, Andy? And what shirt are you wearing? I have a Dean Ambrose shirt on. <laughs> from Celebrate his sobriety. Yeah, it's, it's the uh, the old uh, the sober guy. The lyrics thing. There could be a uh, spoof on that. Uh, the only well, show his original mock shirt when he was on the indies was like that, yeah, it was like the parental advisor, yeah, yeah the parental parental advisor. I think ECW had a shirt like that too. I yeah. think they did, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people mm-hmm. did and stuff. It's just a cool shirt. Um, got it at Hershey at a house show. Um, the only shows I got coming up that I know of is Backbreakers, so there we go. Next well, we're gonna be there podcasting, yeah, 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 yeah we'll be there podcasting. Then, uh, well, the outbreaks in March, there's something in February, uh, well, PPW the 12th, there's something else in February, but I forget, yeah, that's all while I was off here. There's not many shows right now. And then in the winter, there's not a, a lot of shows getting canceled yeah. due to uh, the the I'm pandemic, the COVID. Mm-hmm. So be careful out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Uh, ProjectHumanoid.com. We talked about Murder My Dude earlier. No new episode this week. It is every other week now because it takes a lot to prep. Uh, cheese Steak Suplex, I believe, is coming back soon. Um, I think Question she mark? says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some things up in the air, but we'll be doing some stuff soon. I know what we're doing for the next Murder My Dude. It won't be out tomorrow, but the Friday after. Uh, we are right in the heart of the NFL playoffs. We're talking about some famous murders in the world of football. Look out! Uh, that'll be our next episode. You know who that is? I don't no. even know who that is. OJ. OJ. Oh, oh. We already did OJ. Oh. So, so some of these uh, not that famous murders oh, okay. in football. We already did an OJ episode. A legend. Yeah. A legend, yeah. Well, no. Somebody got murdered there. He was liable for it. He was yes. not guilty, but he was liable. Uh, but we're not talking about OJ. We're going to be the talking glove about... didn't fit, Brian. Well, that's why they acquitted uh so yeah projectchumanoid.com you can find everything we're doing there and that's that's what i got kelly i'm wearing a best friend shirt from pro wrestling tees with I, all five of them I, yes. i'm jealous because yes. that's, that's the, that's and it, the has, it has the skeletons on the back it's double-sided that's the uh wheeler but, yuda yeah, yeah it has the yuda on it i already uh, brought up cactus jack here but yeah yeah i forgot that's okay yeah. um yeah, so I'm wearing best friends. I do love the shirt. I love the print, but I'll tell you what, people do not buy the extra soft. It's the extra $3.99 for the extra soft. It doesn't feel any different. It's no, not. and this is this is washed and dried with like a, a dryer sheet and stuff, trying to get it to get soft. No, like I'm gonna have to try and figure out like a brine wash or something. Maybe to, maybe they just in production kind of like screwed didn't, it up. They didn't but grab it, the right the, shirt. The tag said extra soft on it. Like uh, the, the they do sticker the same. tag. My extra cheese through like extra cheese so it's like yeah. extra soft get a regular one I want, it, I want an extra soft it's like that thing from the simpsons where it's like duff duff light and duff dry and it's all well, like one yeah, tap same thing. Yeah. yeah during the during the podcast i got my email that my chris statlander bloody brick breaker and jericho just shipped oh, but wow. uh, chris statlander shipped already yep. wow and the best friends series is available now on uh ringside collectibles so if you want if you want to get the best friends chuck uh chuck um, Trent. Trent and Chris are they're all on processes and the pre-orders for the Dark Order are up oh, now. Wow, I'm gonna get the Chris and your boy's broke, so, so I have to, to hopefully <laughs> nothing is sold out by Friday because it's the only time I can order it. But I need me some Brody Lee, 
and it's it's hurting my heart that if, that, that, that if it's gone by Friday, I'm going to cry. <laughs> that Kronos thing is still happening, so I don't have money. To yeah. Either. Oh my goodness. Hopefully the hopefully the the money situation changes. I know. So. I I had to uh, drop a lot of money last week on oil and this week on a vet bill, so I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. I have a vet bill coming. Oh, up just for remind me to come so. get you tomorrow. Yes, you do. Yeah, thank you. Um, anything else to plug? Truth behind the illusion on Tuesday, we're doing cursed and and uh, cursed or haunted movie sets. So that'll be seven p.m. on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Do you have any cursed hot or movie sets that come to your mind? Uh, I think we did a Who Died the Worst once on a uh, different movie cast. So uh, Poltergeist is the big one. Um, yeah. Eventually, Hurt. that's my big one. I'm yeah, everyone, about. everyone who who was on that movie eventually died. And well, everybody on everybody's going to eventually die mm-hmm. at some point. That's yeah, cur- it's but cursed. It, it's. <laughs> <laughs> mean you were gonna have it out on this one everyone that was in citizen kane died yeah <laughs> not yet cursed movie everybody that was in the original production of shakespeare's romeo and juliet is yeah. now dead shakespeare's dead shakespeare also dead shakespeare. that's if he even allegedly existed yeah, yeah. everyone in the civil war died do you ever hear that theory oh yeah that shakespeare didn't I, I exist absolutely have yeah and well, he actually I did have, exist. I, he's a vampire. Up. He's a time traveler. And then him and his wife never died. And now they're Anne Hathaway. I, and his I wife may have written a whole piece on that for a podcast and never did. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would have liked to hear that. That's a, that's a good topic. Did, I, did we do that on Pedantic once? And no, I think it was talked about. Right over to Truth Behind the Illusion with us, yeah. Brian, one day. Yeah. Come hang out with us. Come hang out. Um, the only reason he's never been on Truth Behind is Brian doesn't want to work Tuesday. Yeah. He doesn't want to work on Tuesday. He's already working on yeah, Tuesdays. Yeah, I'm already working on Tuesdays. Um, Nikolai from Not Cool in High School will be joining us. If you check out the latest Not Cool in High School, we just did Betty White, which is a fun episode. Um, Next time, we're going to do Barry White. Yep. Her, her brother. <laughs> Like, I don't well, think then we after that, we're going to do Vanna White. There we go. And it's going to keep going. Just keep going. We, we can't do too many whites. And then That's, Jay White on people, this show. People, and then gonna, the white stripes. Yeah. Yeah. How many whites do you think we could do before we, it gets questionable? Right, maybe about four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could do uh, on this show, we could also do Kerwin White. Yeah, Kerwin White. Yeah. Um, yeah so, uh, and then this Sunday, we'll be on Banging Bears Podcast live. Uh, Missed guests coming. I was like, we can't help you with yeah, that. Yeah, guests, guests, I think I have to reach out before the end of the week and make sure he's still coming. Um, is that Trogues? Are you going? No, the uh, Spuds McKenzie. Our guest might, oh our guest might God, be I Tim Myers Spuds. from Hotheads Hot Sauce. Oh, you're nice. getting Spuds. I'm going to, I'm going to see Spuds. Yeah. And then Saturday we'll be on location if you want to come hang out with us at uh, the Little Brown Barrel in Minersville. T shirt I'm wearing today is the front row material, Jerry Lynn and, and Mike Whitbrook's mm-hmm. podcast. I don't think they still do it. I think it's run by different people now, but yeah. it's still a great yeah, podcast. Yeah, we, we've run in the mood. Uh, people yeah. quite a bit. I don't know the full cast. I, I, uh, sorry. I, I support it's the... Freeland. I, I believe, I don't know his first name. Freeland, I believe. Yeah. Good. But they support us. They're, they're always at PPW. So go support the front row material. Uh, you've been on it. Yes. Yeah, you were on it once. So uh, go go show them some love. Uh, if you're if you're just wrapping up with us, if you head over to Breakfast and Body Slams or Body Slams podcast, they are live right now. They're they're about five minutes in. That's pretty much all I got. Thank you guys so much for it's, supporting uh, Chio's show, right? Chio's yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for supporting Tornado Tech Podcast. Like I said, if you made it this far, leave a review uh, on Apple, uh, uh, iTunes, whatever it is, uh, Spotify. You can do a five star on there. Check out our merch pages, and uh, if you want, sign up for that Patreon. We'll give you a shout-out for free on there as well. Uh, what do we got here right at the end? Hey, fellas, uh, is this a review for the 05 show? It was the review for the 05 show. We, we're about to wrap up, so you, Ronnie, you can check the replay out on Facebook right after we hit the uh, the show. end stream button. Yeah, but, yeah, we did a great job. I hope we did a good job. I'm giving us away maybe too much compliments. The best job. We we, we killed it, bro. We yeah. just we nailed it. Uh, you know, it's so good. You just... Take our word for it. You don't have to listen to it. Yeah, just just uh, hit the like button and yeah. move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we love you guys. We'll see you next time. Tornado Tech Podcast. We're out of here. See you soon. Oh, my ah. God. Ah.